Hey everybody, welcome to The Way In. This is Neva, show number 17. Yeah, 17? Mm-hmm. 17. We're back, 17. Um, we have Audrey Winters. Winters. Let's call you Audrey Ainsley. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. <laughs> and, we got, and we got Danielle McBroom. Yes. McBroom and Priscilla Vargas. Hola. And me, Bailey Whitehead. Right, did I introduce myself? I always forget that I forget. Sure. But uh, yeah, we're back. Um, we've had little breaks in between, but we're happy to be back. Um, so, Audrey, tell me about you. Tell us. Tell us what you're about. I am an MMA fighter. What? Yeah. <laughs> no one can tell me I'm not, even though I haven't <laughs> fought yet in MMA. But mm-hmm. I've been training for two years and Ooh. I compete in jujitsu. Um, cool. I was supposed to fight next week, actually, in a, my first kickboxing uh, U.S. Muay Thai Open. Um, but the only woman in my division uh, didn't make weight, so she went up a division and I'm alone. Oh. What? So I had no one to fight. Aww. It just, it happens. Um, so so she she got out of your weight class? Is that what yeah. it is? Okay. Yeah, and then there were a bunch of girls in the division above me, and uh, I wasn't about to fight people who were like tw- uh, 10 pounds heavier than yeah. me. Yeah. And I would have to be at that weight too. Yeah. So it'd be so kind of going backwards. That yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm trying mm. to lose weight right now so I can fight a little <laughs> weight. So I'm not wanted. So what are you middle? Um, so the what? weights for this one is is kind of weird. It was the division division that I was in was 160 or 154 to 165. Okay. Um, and then she went up to like the 170s, um, but that's different from um, MMA, which is like it'd be 135, 145, 125. There's Uh-oh. a specific like that's... you have to be on the weight. There's like a one so that's two tighter. pound allowance. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. But that's what's going on right now. All right. Wow. But I'm still training. Gonna look for a fight in May. Keep it up. Yeah. I'm going to look for a fight in May. <laughs> Damn, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Like, I want. I really do want to go. So, oh, like, let you're us know. Coming. You're yeah. coming. It's going to be so fun. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Wow. What inspired you to start training two years ago? Um, well, I was always kind of an aggressive person. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom <laughs> wouldn't really let me fight. She would, but it was it was far away. We li- I went from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The place that I could be doing MMA, jiu-jitsu, whatever... It was like an hour away, and it was really expensive. All MMA gyms really are like maybe two hundred dollars a month oh, like shit, at yeah. the least. Um, and so she didn't know if I was really going to commit. Mm-hmm. Like it was a big investment, so we just never did it. But when I moved out on my own, I tried it, and I was like, "That's the best thing in the world." That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always the best when you get out on your own. Yeah, and you're like, it's all on you to like. You know, well, and especially yeah. so since you're you're putting your hard work, hard earned money into it, and yeah. you're like, "Fuck, I need to commit to this." Yeah. like for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Tell yourself that it means something. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're paying for it, and, and there's nobody to tell you you can't do it. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're your own. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yeah. And there's a clear input output, like result. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so satisfying. I mean, honestly, most days are really hard, but then there are the days that feel like, oh, I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's kind of That's reassuring. That's such a, a nice feeling. It. Yeah. That's really cool. Totally. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, what about you? Tell us about you. What are you about? Um, I'm not nearly as interesting as Audrey. No. <laughs> like going after an MMA fighter, I'm like, I'm just a writer. No, no oh, that's no, brilliant. That is, like, that's amazing. I don't do cool stuff like MMA. 
I'd probably get kicked out of the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, I work in production, so yeah. all kinds of freelance production. Nice. Right. Trying to be like the next, you know, Lena Waithe. It's Justin Simeon. Do it. I was just telling Bailey that Drake should have put Lena Waithe in that. He should have. Um, nice for what video? That would have been I think dope. we're missing her in that video. That would have been dope. I like Issa in it though. I of her. course. I, I yeah. love her so I think we could easily much. switch out Emma Roberts I did too. for Lena. <laughs> That's yeah. the weirdest thing about that video is like, like there's a lot of like strong women that have like done a lot of stuff, and I, I don't know why Emma Roberts is in there. Like she just snuck in. The only thing it's like she, she just did was beat up her boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> no, like Wait, but there yeah. was a thing like, she does. Tell me. two years yeah. ago, a year ago, like they were engaged, and like she beat the shit out of him. Like the police were called, he and called then they the broke police. up, and then they got back together. In what way? Like did she punch? Like punch? Yeah, yeah punch him in the face. face. Yeah. <gasps> That's yeah. It's not her first like instance of bad behavior. Like one of my friends was saying, there was I forget what store they were at. They were somewhere, and it was like a really long line. And like she tried to cut the line, and security was like, the end of the line is back there. I like, never liked and her. She kind of was just like, yeah. Like, you know, like, what was that you know, like, show that she had on awkward? It was like, oh, was she on the, that? No, it was no, not awkward. She had her own show on. Disney Channel. Oh, did really? she? Yeah, I, I, I feel Emma like all Roberts, her characters right? are all the same. Yeah, She's Julia Roberts' awkward. niece. I don't or like something. her. I like her aunt and I like her dad. I just don't like her. I don't mm-hmm. see the appeal. Like Eric Roberts, awesome. Yeah, Julia, amazing. She's the yeah, thing ever. Emma, Emma's like yeah, so and oh, she was like born into fame. Yeah, it messes with you. Yeah, but I feel like she like so is Nick Cage, and like Nick Cage well, he, was successful. I mean, he's weird. He's weird. He's weird. Really weird. But very successful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think he was yeah. better in his golden age, but you know. Yeah, yeah. he's. Because he can be born into it yeah. and still, yeah. like not yeah. be. She's just very entitled, and I think that's what she's just never had to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that attitude kind of shows. Definitely. She's like, oh, I'm gonna walk in here, and you're gonna cast me because my last name is Roberts. <laughs> Yeah. Enough about so her, right. more about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Sorry, I'm, no, I'm yeah. the one who swung that the other way. <laughs> like, so no what do you like her. to write? Um, I'm writing a screenplay now. It's a pilot. Ooh. I feel like everyone in Hollywood's writing a pilot. Well, at, um, at least you're doing it. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I, I feel like it's one of those things. I've been talking about it for a while, yeah. like throwing the idea back and forth like with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need you to write it. She's like, you keep talking about it, and you're kind of getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you she call a good like, friend. Yeah, she was just like, I need you to write it down. How about that? And I was like... <laughs> Shade. Do your work. <laughs> but okay. No, that's Great. awesome. That's good. I'm glad you're doing your shit. I'm glad you're For doing sure. your shit. Yeah. Priscilla, what shit are you doing? I'm doing my <laughs> shit too. Just as you were saying, you know, um, it's so rewarding after especially after you pay so much money with my acting classes. It's been going on and um they've been going really well. Um, of course I'm not perfect, but after, you know, a few you know, um, directions and I'm able to take that direction and actually execute it the way my teacher is like leading me to. And it feels so good. I leave the, I leave the class just like, Oh my God, so happy and amazed. And just like, it's something I love. Do you feel like you're learning stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, just been doing that and working. Work, 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 work. But yeah, yeah I'm just so lately I've been this week, I've been just so amazed about, um, amazed from everyone around me. Like 2018, I really feel like everyone around me is actually doing stuff and like doing, yeah, just do it. Just doing what they, you know, came out here to do, doing the things that they've always wanted to do. And it just, it makes me so happy, you know, because I mean, I'm doing the same as well. So it's just to see everyone around me doing it. It's awesome. I feel like it's kind of rare. 
for people it to like is. follow through with what they say yeah. they're going to do. Yeah. Because everyone's afraid of failure. Like they yeah. want to start something and then it doesn't work out. But I'm just right. like, that's why I'm so, ama- like this week it just all came, you know, like my eyes are just open now and I'm like, wow, everyone's, everyone around me is like doing. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I'm like eliminating the people who aren't doing shit. Yeah, too, you that's know? good. I think but they the, say you should surround yourself with those kind of people. Definitely. Yeah. Like, don't, like it's don't positive vibes. With, yeah, yeah. With the people yeah. who are talking about it yeah. surround yourself with the people who are who are putting in the work the go-getters because they inspire yeah. you and you they yeah, push yeah. And so like, yeah. inspiring even exactly. this other girl at work you know she's trying to be a designer and, so, and she actually she had a, a Sunday off last Sunday and she did the Fairfax flea market I'm like I'm so proud of you that you're just she's like girl I see you doing what you want to do and <laughs> it's inspired me and she's like I'm just u- utilizing my days off as much as much as possible and yeah. it's like yes that's that's what we got to do because it's like we all have to work that nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we can just utilize the time that we do have for the things that we love, it makes mm-hmm. things so much better. Yeah. And it'll happen. You know, if you yeah. put in the work, for sure. then you're ready when the opportunity strikes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. there's nothing worse than the opportunity striking and then you're, you're not ready. ready. That's one thing I waste. do like about Priscilla's, like your mm-hmm. Instagram is like you're very like much, um, it, you put a lot of what's inspiring you on there and mm-hmm. I think that inspires other people to do stuff it does because a lot of people a lot of people will take pictures like I do of like mm-hmm. myself or whatever you know what I mean you could do that right but at the same time when you you just seem your posts are very proactive and I think that's really important and that's why people oh. respond to you the way they do because like they see that you're out there and you're doing things and hashtags and like they're they're positive vibes so I think yeah. that's a good thing thank you so, it's yeah. something I've been working on yeah. and, no, it's, and it's you know awesome. how psycho I get with my Instagram yeah, but, yeah. It's, but it's good it's, you've done a good Good job. Yeah, like it's, thank you. It's really good. I feel like it's starting to pay off. So yeah, yeah just gotta keep it. And you too, Audrey. Like yours too. Like I like these really inspiring Aww. Instagrams, and like I feel like yours is too. It's very like you don't. I can tell you don't post a lot. When yeah. you do post something, it's something that, that means. Yeah, something I was to just you. gonna say like it has to mean something to me. Yeah, I don't just post she got things. like twelve pictures or something. <laughs> so I'm just like, but when she posts something, it's like it's certain people. It's it's an impact because you yeah. know that they don't post a lot, mm-hmm. and then they do. You're like you're like oh I see it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're. Is it Guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She has like an Adidas Guy. What is a Guy? Pajamas, basically. It's like a robe, but you fight people in it. Yeah. Yeah. What color is it? It's like, White? It's blue. It's, blue. <gasps> it's fucking badass. It's, it's like the color. This color. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wait, how do I not answer this? Do, do the, yeah, you could do the. I don't know why. It, anyway, That's sorry, cool. I got a call. <laughs> it's like that iCarly moment when they're like random. <laughs> I'm like, like really slow. I hope I I don't get SoundCloud like you can't use that song. Oh no. <laughs> Don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. If you haven't listened to the show, the way this works is a box in the middle of the table. Inside this box are cards. On these cards are questions written and submitted by people on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And we pick those cards. We debate about it. We talk about it. And that's how this works. So I'm going to pull first because I know there's some people that are a little nervous and (laughs) don't know how this works. So I'm going to do the first one so we can get a feel for it. And I'm going to pull this one. This one is from James Jar via Twitter. How do you think society has become with sensitivity? Are we getting too soft with pronouns and identifying? Okay. I think yes. <laughs> I thought I you think, said gay. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, think, I think yes. I feel like there's a lot of... Everyone, everyone wants like... 
a color on a flag and everyone wants to have like an, a letter added to the identification of like if you're gay and transgender and like and now there's there's a lot of things going on and i get it like everyone should feel accepted and but i feel like it's too much. It's becoming too much for me. Like when it becomes like this, the pronoun thing is like super hard because I got schooled by it. And I think I talked about the last show where I have a friend um, who was dating this girl because they're a lesbian couple. And then her girlfriend decided to become a man. And in the process of this middle part, I couldn't refer to this person as her anymore. I had to say they. So when I talked about going to a party of like, are they coming? I couldn't say he. And I couldn't say she yet because they weren't finished. Mm. So I had to say they. And I get it. Like, I'll respect it. Like, it's, it's not. But I feel like when people are getting too upset that people that don't understand it and they're they're flipping out about it, we are being too sensitive. We're like, bullying is like a, a weird thing, too. I feel like some of you kids, like, that's not bullying. That's just how kids are. And parents get all fucking crazy over yeah. it. And um, I'm not going to say it's like, like how that show that's on HBO with like Nicole Kidman, like that whole scenario. Like, I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed. Like that, that kind of thing. Domestic like, violence? Yeah. Well, no, like the little kid would, would like hurt oh, the little girl yeah, in yeah, school yeah, yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's serious. But when it's kind of like they're fighting and like they get pushed, like the kid, kid shouldn't be expelled for like they have like a little dispute and then you know and the parents like freak out and like I want that kid taken out of school and like over just yeah. really small things because I feel like I don't think it you're shaping a kid to really deal with anything or learn to overcome yeah. or even learn to um to kind of fight their own battles in their own way and like kind of because sometimes kids aren't even mad that long but if mm-hmm. the parent makes it like this longer thing you're so prolonging worse. like a situation but I don't know it's a generational thing sometimes I feel like it's just different now like there's a lot of younger millennials that I that I work with where like it's a work like I can ask Audrey because Audrey works with me I can ask Audrey to do something and she does like a really good job like I could tell like I don't know if you're raised to do chores or like that's just (laughs) how you work but I can ask someone else that I know is significantly younger and they don't know how they don't know how to sweep they don't know how to like do a good job of doing stuff but I think it's the same thing it's just how you're raised is kind of like what shapes you and so I feel like when you are babied too much that's you know that's how it is I mean when you're babied too much you definitely don't know how to deal with things as an adult yeah because your parents have always dealt with it for you so when you are an adult and you have to do something simple like you know call your power company to negotiate the bill you don't know how to do it you don't because your parents did all of that for you are very up. timid because I was yeah. like because I think I was like that on a on a level because my dad is very like passive and that mm-hmm. so learning those types of things and seeing my dad do that apart from my mom because my mom was like no mm-hmm. and she was like <laughs> I'll take care of this and so like I learned to kind of balance because I like I know how to I know how to give like the the tone that I'm serious with from my mom but I also know how to play the the nice card mm-hmm. because I need to get shit done especially at work like I know how to like talk to people where it's mm-hmm. like I need to get stuff done but I'm not gonna be rude about it but yeah. this is what I have to do um and then there's certain people that don't know how to do that and they come off a certain way so do you think that's new though because I feel like the whole talk about people being super sensitive is not really that new I was that's listening true. to something um I think it was a podcast and they were discussing uh the views uh that young people had about um 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 but like the civil rights movement 
and um, the people who were not really involved in it, they were they had kind of the views of that we have now of everyone being super sensitive. Like these are just privileged kids yeah. who are protesting. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, and they that's had true. that idea back then, and like I think it's just the same. Sh- can I curse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same it's just, shit. It's the same shit. And like, I honestly feel like this is good. It's a sign that we're progressing as a society, that these are the problems that we're having now. It's no longer um, the severity. I mean, there are definitely, you know, the whole, uh, the police and, you know, all of that. That's bullshit. Like, that's yeah. that's really bad. But like, people identifying as a plant, like... And we have to call them by their yeah. proper pronouns. Like I I'm almost see that as someone. I'm plant based. Wait, I'm sorry. People identify as plants. Yeah, it's like plant kin or something. And that's and that's. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. you were being facetious. No, no, but that's the thing, and that's where I'm saying it's getting we're we're, we're giving. It's too much. Everyone gets to be something, and that's too yeah. much. Yeah. So then we're it's like, human beings, so I identify as a dog, so I should be able to have sex with dogs. <laughs> and I, no, but like, yeah. no, but yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. Like that's where it's it's going to get to that point because we're letting people identify as things, and then we're going to make it legal. And this is this whole thing. It's like they want to legalize. It's like if you want to be respected by what you identify as, do it. Like, I will respect you. If mm-hmm. you want to be called, Danielle, you want me to refer to you as a dude? You want me to be like, call me he? Because I feel like I didn't mm-hmm. find, I will do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I yeah. respect you, what yeah. you want. But when you want to go to City Hall and you want to, like, try and change all these things and make everyone else, like, that's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I mean, know, and I, it's a lot to me. It's, it's too much. I feel like when it comes to, especially when it comes to, like, the, the whole transgender thing, I feel like people do have the right to be called by their proper pronoun mm-hmm. and to be called by everyone the knows. name that they want. Yes. yes. Like yes. that's that is your right as a human being. Yes. And if you tell me you want to be called she instead of he or whatever, yeah. I'll call you that. Um I don't necessarily think society has necessarily become too sensitive. I think it's how we deal with it. Because I think a lot of issues that we deal with now are issues that we dealt with back then. We just Back then, we just didn't deal with it, yeah. and it was brushed under the cover. Yeah. I mean, that goes yeah. for a lot of things. Because like there were not, bigger problems. Yeah. Going it's like on. not yeah, just that's not true. just like transgender or, or um, like gay rights or like civil rights. It's just it was dealt with differently back then, or not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like now, especially because you know we're pushing this whole we're liberal, you know, we're diverse, and I feel like all of the issues that we had back then are coming back. We just don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like, it's, I just it's, feel it's like not when new. it comes to things that that can't be changed, I feel like it's important. So if it's like a race thing, I think that's important. Identify yeah. with the, like a race, you can't change that. That's something that's there, and I'm people not sure that Rachel chick. But then when it's something that I feel like you're modifying, it, it gets yeah. to a weird place to me. Like that's when it's like I get it. You identify as this, but like. It's it's frustrating to me, and it's just because it's it's my it might just be my understanding of it and like all that kind of stuff, but it's hard. As long as it's not like I said with with the transgender thing, I'll call you by whatever gender you want. Yeah. I'll call you by whatever yeah. name you want. The plant thing throws yeah. me. I'm not gonna lie, like that to me. Well, honestly, I would need like a very. I would need you to explain it to me and make me understand because <laughs> just because I'm ignorant about something doesn't mean I want to purposely hurt your feelings yeah. you know I, mean? I just don't know like there are plenty of things i don't know so it's like if you can educate me then please by all means educate me i'm probably still going to be confused about like the, the, mm-hmm. the plan thing i'm probably i'm not gonna i'm never gonna understand but 
if it's something that you can educate me on, because if I'm ignorant about something, by all means, please tell yeah. me. Don't like, don't let me misgender you. Don't like, yeah. tell me like that's Danielle. That's not what I want to be called. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell me. It's like the I want to meet a plant can't. person. Oh, I, I honestly know. wouldn't even listen to you if you're trying to say that you're a plant. <laughs> like maybe it's rude. So maybe easy. it's ignorant. Like I wouldn't. And it, when you said, you know, back then they had these issues, they just didn't deal with it. I wouldn't deal with you as a plant person, you know, (laughs) but, and I spoke on this last time, but you know, if you are male, want to be, you know, female, I respect that because it's, it's very, for me, that's very black and white. Like there's a male, there's a you know, I don't, but if you think you're a canine or something else, it's like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you because you're not a canine. You're a human. And I also think it's how you're raised because like, I feel like I was raised in a, Oddly liberal, like household, like both my parents were religious growing up, not so much as adults, but like they, like I've never heard my mother like say anything disparaging about yeah. like transgender people or like gay people. Like she just be happy. Like that's kind of always been her big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, and honestly, that was good parenting because as a, you know, as a mom raising an 11, 12 year old, she doesn't know what I'm going to be. She doesn't know if I'm going to be straight mm-hmm. or gay or bi. So I think her kind of just be happy. Yeah. Kind of like rubbed off on me in a way, and I'm like, as long as what you're not doing is isn't illegal or harming, or hurting, other yeah, as long as you're not hurting like kids or other people, be happy. Yeah, like, I, you be happy. It might confuse me, but it doesn't matter because it's not my life. Mm-hmm. You be happy. If you want to be a plant person, yeah. you be plant person. Be happy. I'm gonna be confused. I but think. Be happy. I think where it when it comes to me is like the people that want to be who they are, and they, they, that it becomes so important that they need to get the legal part involved. It's like if you just, I just feel like. Just be who you are, and and I get it. There's there's represent you want representation and all that stuff. But this is a thing that bothers me. It's like I'm gonna use the gay flag as a as a as a thing, the gay flag, and then let's add all these like three more stripes because they're supposed to represent people. But when it was originally created, there wasn't it wasn't for like races. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. For, it was just a symbol to yeah. be something. And then we decided we need to assign like a race for each color. Yeah. And then it needs to be a certain like. Per, the purple represents this and like red represents this and then oh like we, we're not represented so now let's add a brown a black and a and a, a beige stripe because that's supposed to represent the other people that weren't represented on this flag yeah, that recently so got races on it and it's just like you're taking something that was so simple and supposed to represent something you gave it too much meaning and now everything now all this shit is added on it yeah, you're turning this flag that has like three weird colors on it now because yeah. now that's what has to be I think we have become more sensitive or not only have we become more sensitive maybe like you guys were saying it's always been there but because of social media like everyone has yeah. their own platform now so now people are feeling more um, encouraged to speak on how they mm-hmm. feel some people may not even feel these things they just want attention on their platforms yeah. so you know they may just be like well you know what there's not a brown stripe on this flag you know well i honestly feel like a lot of these people who are identifying with um these off kilter genders yeah. whatever you want to call it i'm not incredibly politically correct so forgive me no but um I feel like there's some kind of discomfort within them, and this is kind of an outlet for um, that discomfort to maybe be relieved a little bit and find a community. Um, And so I think that's kind of the core reason why people are maybe identifying as a plant, because they 
Maybe they didn't feel like a sense of community. Yeah, the plants they, love me. Yeah, they didn't have a great upbringing. They didn't feel like they fit in anywhere. And then there are these Aww, people. I feel bad for plant people now. I've like never they, heard no. this. Well, there's like a, there, it's a turnoff because there's an aggressiveness to it, and anyone who doesn't. Uh, <laughs> what? It's just, how done? She's so done. Priscilla's like plant no, people. No, I would not ahead. talk to no, you. No, I'm liking what you're saying though because like sometimes yeah. I identify. I don't even want to say that. I identify with dogs. I feel more like I can get along with dogs more than people. Yeah. But I'm not. You know, I don't identify. So yeah, but continue on. I'd like to hear what dog collar and just be like I'm a dog. Yeah, that's a whole another thing. People <laughs> people react to different situations differently, and yeah. so you know. Maybe if you were raised in foster care and you didn't have any people around who made you feel like you were understood and then yeah. suddenly you kind of had something inside you and you're like, oh, I really, I don't know why we keep using this plant. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know anyone. I love it. Who, it's my favorite Where thing. did you learn this like, from? My little no, sister. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm it's, like, I want to Google this plant thing. Like I, I, this is a I whole heard about new, it too. So. Really? I think though with the whole, like you were saying when people make it, Legal, I think that's just in a lot of cases, it's just smart, especially for people who are like in relationships. It to make it legal, be, it's to make it recognized. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just in case, um, if I'm married to my spouse, if we're in a state where same sex marriage isn't recognized, but I'm transgender, it's very important for me to make sure that they know hey, I have a, a piece of paper that legally says that I'm a man so that you need to recognize my union with my wife, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So in some cases, it's kind of more about protection, especially no, yeah, like it's, people I mean, who, like, if you end up in prison, like, you want it, it you know, that's kind of a really drastic thing. It's but it's just, like, if you end up in jail, you want to make sure you're gendered properly yeah. because you don't want to be a woman, mm-hmm. like, you, mm-hmm. especially if you've gone through yeah. the whole process. You don't want to be a woman, but you're legally still a man yeah. in a man's jail because mm-hmm. they're going to put you wherever you are based on what your life is. Orange is the new black. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not where you want to be. So, like, yeah. when, they come, when they make it legal, I do understand that because, God forbid, you, I mean, you end up in jail for whatever reason like I watched a movie the other day where a guy it was a DUI case and he killed someone he goes to jail it's supposed to be like 16 month kind of thing and um, through the whole process of him being in jail he like becomes a skinhead all this kind of stuff but it just kind of shows like how like drastic things are like how, you, how and how like really one mistake yeah life, like yeah. one mistake just can do that so like I get I get the legality of it because like I said I wouldn't want to be a transgendered woman man, in a, a man's prison. Like, you know what I mean? Legalized like, so I don't go to jail and become a skinhead be and kill people. Like in is the New Black, they put but, her in... Well, what, it, what they go by is... Um, like if you don't have something that legally says... Like say I am a man, but I trans... Uh, I'm blanking out. But I Transitioned. Now, I trans, thank you. I transitioned into a woman, but my ID still says yeah. Daniel Macroom. If I go to jail, like let's say... I get a DUI or whatever, and I have to go to jail. They're gonna put me, even though I look like a woman. They're gonna put man. me with guys. Yeah. And what do you think's gonna happen? Like in to Star, me? do you guys watch Star? Mm-hmm. I watched one episode. Bye, Felicia's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I so like the legality of it. Like, I get, I, I it's just a lot of times it's a safety issue, especially yeah. if you live in like small towns or like the South. It. Mm-hmm. It, you know, yeah, kind of, it becomes like a thing. Bathroom yeah. code. We'll talk about that later. We had, that's At coming. work, like when people ask for the bathroom code and they're like not, they don't look like a, a man. 
Oh they, yeah, I've done that. I've actually done that. Look, they were like, "Can I have the restroom code?" And I gave no. this person the men's code because it was she just looked like a guy. A guy. And then I looked up because I was just busy, and the people were just asking the code. I looked up and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Oh!" And I just said it nonchalant. Oh, it's oh, sorry, it was two four four eight. Yeah. And then they went to the restroom, but, but that, it was like I felt really, really like weird. Wait, like, so but it was a a girl. It was a woman, but she just well, looked kind of butch. Yeah, just butch. Like, and see, they asked for the restroom code, and I was like, "Oh, it's the." And I gave her the men's code. Yeah, see, that gets because it's like I'm all about like if you want to transition, okay, to me now you're a man. Yeah, but it's like, what if she's when just you can still kind of tell. Tomboy. Yeah, yeah. Well, still, or or sometimes when you could just tell, like it's not. Yeah. You don't so look what? That different. What code did you think she wanted? I thought she wanted the men. Well. I'd assumed the men's code, uh-huh. but then she came back. She put the code oh, in and it didn't work for the, for the women. And then she see, came back. She's like, oh, it didn't work. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, it's t- sorry. It's too You forward. see, and like, you know, a lot of people are now doing like um, just no gender yeah. bathrooms. I don't like that because I don't like. Exactly. I mean, women are messy. Yes, we are. But uh-huh. men pee everywhere. And I don't, don't want to go like that into for you guys either. Like that's a law, though. Like you, so, it works. Like you, you can do it at Starbucks because the women's bathroom at Starbucks has two stalls. The law mm-hmm. is it can only be a single use. Yeah. Bathroom. Thank you. I just it can I, only be a single. use I just bathroom. had this argument. I just had this argument with. Okay, sorry guys, we're going to a different topic, but I just want to <laughs> talk about this because at work, I was told yesterday because our men's restroom shut down. And so then they started giving the code to guys and women for the no, women's restroom. And no. I said, that's not legal because you can't lock the door. There's two stalls in there and they can't lock it. You can't have guys and girls exactly. in there alone no. together and it doesn't lock. Especially little girls. Like you just yeah. like So only girls, single, you know I mean? single bathrooms can, use can yeah. be neutral. Oh, we had to do it at the, it can't the last be like place I worked at. Everyone gets to pee in here. Yeah. It can every, only be like, so at the use. last job I worked at, we every bathroom was sense. gender Unless neutral. Unless the door's open. We had like cute little signs or whatever. But it could only be single-use bathroom. So any bathroom that has basically a stall, like if it's not walk-in bathroom, mm-hmm. you can't make it gender neutral because at that point, like yeah. you said, it does become a safety issue. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good to know. know. Yeah. Especially at this use, Starbucks. Yeah. But I don't the get why they use. didn't understand that because I, I didn't even I didn't even know the law. I just, that's my brain working. Yeah, like yeah. how can you make that? Like you can't. Like yeah. you can't, there's stalls in there. All you the can't time, I see guys like sneak into the women's bathroom yeah. and it makes, like I, there was a guy who I came out that's and like okay. it was me and it was a little girl in the stall next to me. Like I came out and like he tried to go in and I like pulled the door shut and he was like, I'm just trying to go to the bathroom and I was like, not this. I was like, there's a little girl in there and I didn't know where her mom was or whatever but I was like I'm not letting you in the bathroom until she if she comes out you can sneak in there do you but until she comes out you can't go in this bathroom bro scary creepers all right, guys, we're going to wrap that one up. Okay. <laughs> that was a long-winded discussion. She was like, we're sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We're sensitive ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Audrey, pull that next card. <laughs> I just like, all right, all right. feel like we just did a whole show. <laughs> Fuck. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can a Tinder hookup really have a chance of becoming a real relationship? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Just like any hookup, I'm I mean, someone who that's become like a I think it's individually how you look at those apps. Honestly, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's your approach, your mindset when mm-hmm. you're on the app. Yeah. Um, I also feel like uh, people are. Uh, it just mm-hmm. depends on if if you have a connection with the person, obviously, and it's just a crapshoot. 
Yeah. Like it really Literally. is. Like you <laughs> don't know. <laughs> this is a definition. All of, of my Tinder uh, acquaintances have been horrible. I could tell so many stories. I could have this whole podcast could just be my Tinder experiences. experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> never all. Like, yeah, and they're like, they're all bad, and it's not even like oh they weren't they weren't good. No, like they were bad. Oh, yeah. Like they were just bad. Yeah. Why? Why? That's what happens to me too. And everyone always asks, "How's your love life?" I'm like, "Non-existent." Bitch. <laughs> and people are like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because it's." All bad. Yeah. It's all bad, yeah. and they're all assholes. Mm-hmm. I hate that's to be how we date, though. Like that's the, that's the sucky part about, I guess, our generation. Like we don't know how to. Like I tell guys all the time, I'm like, you don't know how to ask a girl out on a date. Like literally, just walk up and just ask a girl out on a date. Like they don't. It's always Netflix and chill. Like, Ew. Oh, what's good? My, no, no, don't do any of that shit. Like no. that's it's very unattractive. Like it's like they don't know how to communicate with each other I think we also as women uh, heterosexual women have to set up these standards and boundaries that we have mm-hmm. to say no we're not gonna go over to, to your, your place house I don't know you <laughs> we are gonna go out for the first three dates mm-hmm. and be out in the open have a real date you will court me Right. Yes. You will love it. Yeah. You will. And yes, I will love ma'am. it. <laughs> you know, you just have to set up these standards. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and they'll respect you for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you I know? think. And if they don't, they can keep it moving. Yeah. Yes. And I, most of them don't. And that's why I'm single. I, <laughs> you're just like, nope, nope. They're like, nope. no, bitch. I don't want to feed you. <laughs> I heard this thing the other day um, that I've been thinking about lately. It's one plus one equals two. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when Bailey's face, <laughs> okay, just wait, just wait. I like um, everything you have to say. <laughs> um, there's uh, so when you meet a guy and he's really attractive, a lot of times you're uh, a little bit more malleable as to what they're allowed to do, like shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. But if they're ugly or like not really that attractive, you're like, hell no, you're not gonna, you know, yeah. not pay, you yeah. know. So, but there's still the same quality. So. Um, one equals one plus one equals two. So no matter how attractive they are, the things that they do are always going to add up to be two. Hmm. So it doesn't matter how attractive they are. If they have bad qualities, it doesn't matter what they look like. It's always going to be two. So you always have to say no. That's, that makes that's sense. True. And it's like, I feel like <laughs> different, different like, apps have different like, uses. Like, huh? I'm lost. <laughs> I'm an artist. I don't know much about, about numbers. It <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, like think about like past like boyfriends or girlfriends. The more attractive ones get away with more shit. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes for people, more attractive people in life. Like it's that's, the sa- it basically, it's the same. That. It's the same. It doesn't matter. It's a, still a number. It, it doesn't matter no, what you do to me, it. I've done the legwork. They're all assholes. Ugly, chubby, short, <laughs> hot, tall. They're all the same. Yeah. Hot people are boring, though. I will. And they're bold. stupid. I, Ugh, yeah. Get out of my yeah. life. Because they don't have to do... They, don't, yeah. they have so many <laughs> things given to them. They don't know. I feel like I'm sitting in on like Sex in the City. I feel like, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> no, You're I like, feel- guys are dogs. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> no, but I mean... You're you can attest to the same things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's the, true. Some of... Some of the guys that you no, I just there was just a moment where I was like, (laughs) (laughs) shit, you you guys are mad. Even with you, you know, you say like some these guys, they all just want one thing, or you know, like it's like I'm a fucking person. Let's have a conversation. Like let's, you know. I also feel like every app has 
like, you know what the app is about. Like mm-hmm. Tinder, like there's a reason why Tinder is the hookup app, or yeah. like you have like OK Cupid. It's grinder, like you actually like, like, yeah. like so, so is like, Tinder so the like, grinder? It Tinder is. and Grinder are basically the same thing. Have you never been they're on Tinder? Basically hookup app. That's where I get all my dates. That's basically hookup app. So where okay. should I go? Okay. For you have a real like there are tons of other like there yeah there's Bumble Probably. there's Bumble, OK nobody Cupid. Nobody matched me. Like there's, I would get so so, so what are I never. I never came across a brown guy on Bumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're rare. I, I was yeah, not able to continue on with yeah. So what? So yeah, I have a whole like. Look at that. Oh, like, look okay. at that. There's That's, like a whole. There's, my my friends are like here. Down, they're like download this because my so best gonna, friend. Well, so what? What is in your experience? What has been the best track record? What app? Um, honestly, <laughs> Coffee Meets Bagel. Coffee oh, really? Meets Bagel. Yeah, like, okay. so my best For friend you? and her boyfriend on it. For you, Priscilla, together. what is yours? Like if you were to if you were to pick one one that you I don't have the only one I've ever like oh I have Soul Swipe I liked Soul Swipe (laughs) what is that okay Soul Swipe Soul Swipe there were no black people on it like I was so saucy like all the guys were white so Soul Soul Swipe is for black people yeah and I was just like what did you (laughs) I was like explain I'm. I don't understand what this is supposed to be. Like, you're not, why are you here? Like, I was so confused. And then there's this app called Hater, and you literally, you you bond on the things that you both hate. Really? <laughs> wow. I, I don't, I this haven't is, actually used it yet, but like one of my good. girlfriends I like said this. about this, I downloaded it. So is Coffee Meets Bagel the one that they match you with? It's you get like, like one match a day? You get like, like, whole new world for me. like five or six like profiles, I want to say. And, like, and it kind of, I forget, I don't know what their actual like algorithm is necessarily for... So what's Coffee the basic premise bagel? of it? But it's like, you know, cute little app and you have basically, Running. I think, oh, oh wait, Cause, I'm on Because is the bagel, the woman, is it coffee? Like, yeah, I don't I'm know. To, I don't know. Now, are so, there like, any? Yeah. So it looks like, like this. So you have a profile and you can like see, like, you can't see their name, but you can see like their age. I think where they're located um, How many and like their pictures. And it's pass or connect. Yeah. So okay. like, and it'll tell you like whether you have mutual friends. It's just showing us the app right now. It'll There's tell you whether okay. um, like they've already liked you. So you can like look through like their pictures or you or can whatever. see if they've liked you. Have you seen yeah. a diverse group Ooh. of men on there yes. or no? Yeah, that's that's my kinda, issue with yeah. these apps. Yeah, he's kind of cute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to connect with that one. Um, like, <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, no, Coffee Meets Bagel, I, it is diverse. Like, I've seen, like, black, white, Hispanic, Middle Eastern. I've seen, like, a nice so mixture most diverse, it. like, yeah. Cool, yeah. okay, that's um, cool to know. But, like, I feel like Tinder, honestly, like, I'm on Tinder just, like, to see what's there. Like, it's yeah. kind of like a boredom thing. Like, I'm it not really going to actually... I'm not going to actually date you because like nine times out of 10, like if I like someone on Tinder, like the first message is like a dick picture. So oh. I, I have Girl. so many dick pictures. Damn, that's that's never, my like, world. That's my world. You send pictures on well, Tinder? Well, I don't know if you can anymore, but like the last time I was I've on never it, had that happen. Thank God. Oh, yeah. And I was like, uh, but it's like, I, I noticed that like with certain apps, it's like the first sentence you're like, oh, hi, you have pretty ass dick picture. Who does that <gasps> And I want to put on? on my, I don't know. Who does that work on? But I want to put it in my <laughs> profile. want to hook up. Like, I like, guess. But, but even no, even if I did want to hook up, I just wanted to be kind of like, like say I find you attractive, I'm like, ooh, he's fine. I'm gonna ask you to see your dick. I'm not shy. Like it's not one but of those. But you know things. what? Do you know who that that when they the dick pic people that do that? Do you know who that works on? It works on the people that have gone through all day trying to make a connection and they're over it and they're, they're like, just desperate. fine, yeah, whatever. I guess so. Let's do it. Yeah, get a job. They will. But they I will just, find that right person noise. that they're that they break. And then it'll happen. <laughs> but I it's just true, need though. warnings. Like, especially if it's like a pink dick, I need a warning. I need you to be like, hey, honestly, it's pink a good, one coming. It's a good rule of thumb to like <laughs> not like straight off the bat 
send a dick right. pic. Just like I would, I'm so turned off do by that. that. Like, don't do that, that. And like them asking for pictures of me, which yeah. doesn't happen anymore because I'm like picture. that. I right. don't. I try not to give off that vibe at all. Uh-huh. Some men are stupid. So well, most <laughs> all, all men. Sorry, sorry Bailey. <laughs> Bailey, you're smart. You're, you're one of the good you're ones. Like, you're, but, um, you're a unicorn. You're also gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're just like. Uh, yeah. I never failed. But it's really, it's such a turnoff for a guy to be like, like when you don't know them. Yeah. To ask for pictures. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, no. like, look at my fucking profile. Why don't we go out? A picture. Let's scroll we've, back. We've gotten that a few times that question where it's like unsolicited pictures where you're just like, I didn't ask for that. Yeah. Like, or even, you know what's funny to me? Even pictures where they send me like their modeling picture and it's no hello, there's nothing before it. It's like, so you think I'm just <laughs> supposed to respond to your picture? Like, okay. That's so LA. You're an, and you're an attractive <laughs> so person, LA. but that. Was rude. Like to me, it's rude. Like here's a picture, and I don't have to say anything. I'm like, sending you a picture. Like, look how hot you I start am. the conversation. Let that do the work. Like you, you just like nah. Like it's just I don't know. It's too. It's you know. But uh, you know that's so, ugly. I think that's so. It is. It's so very, maybe it yeah. Maybe a Tinder hookup can lead to something, but it just I, depends on the people possible. and what they want. Yeah. It's possible. There was it's, a girl that my um, another Starbucks I used to go to. She was a barista there, and she met her boyfriend. Like, I think in San Francisco, like it was like a Tinder hookup thing. Four years later, they're still dating. So it's possible. Yeah, my friend hey. is actually about to get married to her Tinder person. I'm, I was her with Tinder person. I, I love you. Call I don't know. Tinder his name is Kenny or something. Her plan boyfriend. Yeah, but they're they're getting married. So. <laughs> yes, girl. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Right, so Priscilla. Weirdo, so like two weirdos together. <laughs> What's that card? A pink card by Simon the Pest <laughs> via email. What yes. culture are you most intrigued by, and why? No. At the mm. moment, I'm most intrigued by Chinese culture. I don't know why. I just want to learn Mandarin. I'm with you. And I'm start. <laughs> I'm starting to learn a little bit, like little phrases here and there, by some guys at work. Um, so it's just fun to me. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't. Right now, I'm just working on the language. Yeah, you know, but, you always pick up some phrases pretty good with different languages. Yeah, so it's fun to me. But as far as like their culture, I'm not. I haven't stepped in to learn more about I just think it's so cool like you know they're just from a different because it's like everyone I know is either from Mexico or it's so close yeah you know it's Mm -hmm. right across the border but you know um, I'm just so intrigued by my the new friends I've met at work and their culture and um, I have I have a lot of learning to do I think I'm gonna start with food next because, like, when I first started, this one Chinese girl, she was she just started at the same time as I did, and she was taking me, she took me to, like, a like a legit Chinese place for lunch, and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It's like all the Chinese food I'm eating is American Chinese yeah. food, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. But it's like I'm definitely down to try it again. Like, like authentic. Just, yeah, authentic. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Are there Japanese monks? There, I feel like there's a monastery. Downtown, at least it looks the like Japanese? a monastery. So I think uh, anyone could be a monk. Yeah. Okay, I'm really into Japanese culture. <laughs> oh, but um, Are I'm, you a I'm specifically, huh? Are you a weeboo? No. What is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta be. yeah. What is a weeboo? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I'm. Look at no. Bailey. He's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Re- no, I'm really. I really am into um, Japanese culture, but. There's um, not Tibet, but um, monk monk Mm -hmm. cooking because I've been watching um, Chef's Table, and there's this um, this monk, and she does this cooking, 
and all of it's supposed to be to help you balance like your energy mm. and they don't use um spices like chilies or anything because they feel like it disrupts your brain and oh, it, wow. because they're spicy foods uh-huh. and they they can they disrupt your balance and everything so they use like like she makes like this white lotus like tea and it's like so like it, i don't know it's so intricate like she unfolds it in water and then the water's in there and then she drains the water out of it but it's such a slow process but she uses like this this root from like a jasmine tree and like she cuts the root up and soaks them in different they pickle they pickle mm-hmm. a lot of things like it's it's awesome so I think that culture is like, especially the food in that culture is yeah. is really interesting. But I don't know if it's if it's like a, if she's like a Jap- specific like a Japanese monk or because it definitely influences like what flavor she's using. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I, I guess it would be Japanese culture mm. is like something. But it's always intrigued me too, like the fashion industry over there. Like yeah. really, oh my god, why? Who is blowing up your phone? <laughs> so yeah, those, those, are, those have always been those are. It's brought to you by Drake. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about you? you guys, anything in cultures? I always, I'm just interested, fascinated by most cultures. I love Jews. Nice. Um, so, I mean, I live in West Hollywood, so they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. In, Especially La Brea. Like I'm so yeah. intrigued by them. They're just in the zone. They just walk so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're little, always little walk. You know, I mean, they're Orthodox. Yeah. Yeah. Orthodox right. yeah. Yeah. I saw um, one of the Orthodox Jews with um, with the hat. Uh, Which one? The one with the, like, the, 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 the furry one? Big brim. Okay, big and, brim. Well, both. And they have special covers yeah. for the rain Yeah. for oh, their wow. hats. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Because those are like, I think they're like fa- their family thing. Like they <clears throat> hand it down. So yeah. like a lot of the times, they're so they're protecting those things. And they have like to weather. wear them, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 And Saturday's like their day of like yeah. prayer and stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Yesterday, I was driving home and I was in Beverly Hills, um, and I had my windows down. I was like blasting music, and I stopped at a stop sign. I looked to my left, and it was like a house. All the blinds were up, and I saw like. A lot of people in there. It was like Jewish people in there, and one guy like at the window, and I think he was praying, like just facing towards the window. And I was like, <gasps> and I like rolled. I, I, I mean, I uh, turned down my music because I felt oh. like disrespectful. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, here I am blasting my yeah. rap music. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to pray. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> I'm sorry. They always do. They do seem very peaceful. Yeah. 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 I think it's cool because they have like their own zone, and it's like such a hectic area. Um, but they always seem to like kind of stay, they were calm and yeah, they live their life. Zone, man. Yeah. <laughs> what would be cool is like, I know in, in school sometimes they do like the around the world type of, you know, but what would be cool to, is to spend some time like really learning different cultures. Yeah. You know, yeah. not just, just like a, small a week or a, Disneyland or a day. <laughs> but not like that, but even like from, <laughs> from an American yeah. standpoint too, like the people of different cultures who live here and how they incorporate, you know, yeah. like their lives here. There's a video that I really like to watch where it's breakfast by culture. And cool. it's so cool because it's a, it's an overhead shot and it's just people preparing. So it'll be like American breakfast, so like, bad, yeah. like a bagel and oatmeal and pancakes and yeah. waffles. And then it goes like Africa and it's like what they eat. And it's like always like yeah. really different. And it's, it's cool. cool. It's like really interesting to watch. I think the culture that I'm most fascinated with, um, just kind of in general, I've always been very fascinated with African culture because it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize just how diverse it is. Like you have to like explain to people like their levels to it. And yeah. um, I, I think that's why I was really happy 
when I saw Black Panther because I think even though Wakanda is not real, it was able to show people that there are places in Africa like Nigeria that yeah. look like this. Like yeah. there are places. It was places, definitely infused. Like yeah, it was inspired by there, And I feel like people don't, especially in America, we have this um, idea of what black is in America. And mm-hmm. I feel like you really don't know what black is in America unless you're black. Because if you're outside and you're consuming the culture, a lot of times you don't understand it. You yeah. just consume it. It's just... That's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna take and it. Black American culture is is the only like whatever like um, one of our guests on our last show. Um, he was saying it it only exists like black culture for America only exists. In America yeah, it only exists. Here. It's such a specific yeah. brand. Of, you go to like, London. It's yeah, a completely, it's completely different, different. Yeah. black culture. You we have to a Africa. Total, it's yeah, completely you know, a different that thing. It's in and then Africa. It's completely different based for on region. Country. Yeah, for yeah, region, you know what I yeah. mean. And it's like. I, I just wish people knew how diverse it was. Like I, I had to explain to someone the other day that Egypt was in Africa. We were, we were talking about gods of Egypt, and I was like, "Oh, I only watched it for one person," and and I was trying to explain like why that movie was so problematic. And he just was like, "I don't get." I was like, "You have a movie in Egypt, and all the gods are white." I was like, "You don't get like at all yeah. why that's a problem." And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "It's in Africa." <laughs> and he was just like, "Whoa!" I was like, "You know where Africa is, right? Like where all the black people are from." <laughs> Like, my cousins are actually what? from Africa. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. so cool. What yeah. part? Uh, Libya. Oh, that's so that's cool. Awesome. I'm not like doing cultural oh, appropriation. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is my uncle's. <laughs> but like, I think that's why I think it's so cool because it's like just every different country is so different. different. Like the yeah. food is different. The clothes are different. The language is different. And so that's, I think, why it fascinates me because it would take me a lifetime to to go and to like consume all of it you know what I mean like That's it would good. take yeah, lifetimes to go and especially because black people in America a lot of times you don't know where you're from like people ask me yeah. all the time like are you Ethiopian are you Eritrean and I'm, I'm like, always like <laughs> I'm like I don't know bro like I don't Maybe I don't know. Like it's a possibility. So I think that's kind of why it fascinates me because people do ask me that a lot, and I'm like, Have you done that, that cool. DNA test? No, I thought about doing. I don't that. know if they can find the region. Honestly, I think it depends on which one. I think there's like 23andMe where they can find the region. That maybe like, cool. like there's like two or three different yeah. ones. How and I've always wanted do to do that because I've always wanted to do it, but then I'm because there's I, certain markers in your DNA like oh. for certain thing, like for certain. Um, just certain things in general, because like I know Twenty Three and Me will like tell you if you're predisposed to this or predisposed mm-hmm. to that, blah yeah, blah blah. For sure. um, so it just kind of depends. But I've always wanted to try it. And I'm like, I want, I want to take it, and I want like both of my grandparents to take yeah, it. Yeah, that would have really to be cool. sly. All right, everybody. This is the point of the show where we do the lowdown. Priscilla, what's going on today? Uh, there has been so much that has been going on, but who has ever waited at a Starbucks for a friend? <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> Without ordering something. Me, I have. So uh, I know a lot of us have, but recently Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson were arrested in Philadelphia at a Starbucks for just sitting there and waiting for a friend. Uh, <laughs> I know we all have some feelings about this. Um, yeah. Were they just sitting there? Yeah. yeah, they were sitting there quietly, like waiting for a friend they, they hadn't in, ordered yet. They asked to use the restroom. She said the restroom was for customers only. They walked to a table. They sat down because they were waiting for their friend. They didn't get anything, but she also didn't say that you guys need to leave the store. But a lot of the time, a lot of the story is like she told him, like she should have, like, and they didn't listen. But she didn't say that they oh. needed to leave the store. She just mm-hmm. said they needed to purchase something to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. They sat down. She called the cops two minutes after they sat down. 
But it's like have. They, I'm sure other people at that location have done that before. Oh, Everybody's yeah. done that. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've done that. You know, my whole point was: Do you know how much energy, as me as a manager, how much energy it takes for me to go like, oh, that person sitting there? I need to call the cops. I need yeah. them to come. I need to talk to them. I need to it's explain why they're. Yeah, it's way, and then it's a waste of on the, like why am I it's a waste bothering of the cops? Yeah. To come and, like, these people aren't doing anything. Exactly. I think a lot of people were really heated about, too. Like, so many fucking cops came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, many cops. Like, really? really? There are other things going on at that moment in the city, in Philadelphia, that those cops needed to put their energy and resources on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the reasoning behind that? Like, why would they, why did they need so many Because she probably, well, it's probably the like, way she there described is, them. There is, a re- there's a reasoning why I know why that happens, especially now in this in this climate, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. Well, it's because they need more eyes on the, because if it's like one person, then something can go down and they can be blamed or whatever. So the more people, the more, like, but the, uh, two, yeah. if you're two at the most. Get off. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's, two, it's, it's but it's more of like I think they think they're protecting themselves by having more people involved. Yeah, which it doesn't That's, it's escalating the situation now because yeah. it's like if I if I call the police on somebody and um, like I'm I'm a store manager and you're not being violent, you just don't leave my store. I expect two officers to show up. They you know patrol usually works yeah. in twos. Mm-hmm. I expect two. I don't expect what was it like five? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, I don't expect excessive. anyone to be handcuffed out of the store. No but one needs to be handcuffed. But that's the thing too. I feel like as a manager. And that's when she showed her bias. As a manager, she should have been able to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. Like, if it was a situation where, hey, our store policy is yeah. that you buy something, then that's okay. Go go ask them, hey, guys, you know, it's our store policy. If you're going to take up a table that you, mm-hmm. you know, per- make a purchase, um, and then that'd be that. And then at that point, if they don't, then you can ask them to leave, like, give them a couple of minutes, and then at that point, yeah, well, then, then they the could have But she immediately escalated it, because, like I yeah. said, how many people come into Starbucks two and minutes? just chill, like, all day? That's especially even if she, Starbucks. Even if she said something, two minutes is not enough time to escalate it to them, call the cops. that store, apparently, I was reading an article, and that store apparently is in a very, very white, very, like... They, people who are from Philly are just like you can tell the difference like you, you so it walk, is just a racial bias yeah they were thing. like you okay. walk toward like in that general area and they're like you feel like you're not supposed to be there so there's something about yeah. that area in particular that unfortunately that's probably one of those things and the guy that they were meeting was white mm-hmm. so for all we know it was Starbucks that he suggested yeah because he walked and in he's like why are they being arrested yeah, yeah, for being confused. black he was, <laughs> and did you also yeah. notice the way they treated the friend versus the two guys that they arrested like the friend he wasn't being aggressive but he was very close was to the up. office yeah. And he was speaking somewhat aggressively, and like there was no fear. Like the officers weren't in fear for their life. And he was like, Why are you arresting my friends? Whereas if the roles had been reversed, like I don't know if you paid attention to the guys' faces as they yeah. were being arrested. Oh, yeah. They, they were just, very resigned. They were just like, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. I'm not, because they knew, let me, if I argue, it's a possibility yeah, that, that I won't survive the situation. Exactly. So it was very much like, I'm going to let you handcuff me, even though it's dehumanizing. I'm going to let you handcuff me. I'm going to let you embarrass me in front of all these people in the Starbucks and walk me out like an animal because it's it's like, I can't do anything I, about it. Because uh-huh. I sat and... and yeah, because I sat and, yeah, sitting well, while black. On what grounds did they say that they were arresting them? They didn't, like, they didn't, they didn't even reason. read them their rights. Well, that's... They can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why right. there was they so did. much they backlash. They can't do that. The like, they are... So, and these guys, like, these guys, okay. I think, are um, realtors. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're definitely working on a lawsuit against, you know, the God. police department. But it's yeah, just... Idiots. 
it's just so fucked up. Like, it is. But it's, it's interesting, though. I feel like... I feel like black people in general, low-key, are kind of used to it. Because mm-hmm. you know... We can tell when we walk into a space and we're not supposed to be there. We can tell immediately. Because the people who are not there... Not supposed to be there or not wanted there? Not supposed to be there. Um, based off of what yeah. well, other people... You're not Like, I can tell. Like, I remember one of my friends was... Um, getting his suit for his wedding and it, the, the place was somewhere on Rodeo Drive and we had an appointment and we were really early so we were like oh we'll just walk down Rodeo Drive just hang out for a little while as we approached every store a guy in a suit came out of the store before we could walk by the door yeah. so it let me know that hey there's a camera you can see us coming and they didn't do it for other people because I didn't notice it at first my friend is the one who noticed it and they would kind of come out cross their arms across their chest and kind of look at us just like what are you like? So what much. are you doing yeah. here? Wow. And it was kind of one of those things where I feel like white people don't notice that behavior, but we notice. Mm-hmm. Like if I go into Nordstrom's, I expect to get followed around, and yeah. it's going to be that helpful sales lady who's refolding the same sweater ten times. Um, it just kind of becomes a thing where she, you get Jesse doesn't like this, right? Like, and he, she's like, "No, I agree with you, girl." Mm-hmm. But you get you unfortunately you get used to being able to figure out when you are in spaces where people don't they want to know why you're there you get what I'm saying like my both places works. you walk in and you, you sit down you chill but you can kind of tell when people are kind of looking like oh why are you here? you can tell but hey, it's like it's like it doesn't mean that you can't oh, be no, it doesn't there mean that you know you can't. it just means other people have noticed your presence oh for sure you know they're just kind of like oh yeah and it's people. you know f- fuck that but it's also too like this is this is something that was brought to my attention yesterday so my friend works for Louis Vuitton and he's in loss prevention and what he told me which, which sucks is that he said most of the people that do steal and they happen to be Latino or black mm-hmm. so he said a lot of times unfortunately he's like there is he's like it's conditioned me to be racially biased he's like even though it's even of my own kind because he's Latino so he's like when a Latino person walks in he has to kind of like look at them differently and he's like it's just the way that I've been conditioned and he's like it sucks and he's and I was like he's like it, it's weird that it's like that and I was like well because these high-end places and these people like half the time a lot of minorities we don't have the jobs to be able to pay for like the stuff that's sold in these places and he even said he's like I don't need, I can't even afford anything in there and he's like I get it you know mm-hmm. but it's just like it's weird because I went into a Neiman Marcus and that's what happened to me. Like they were looking at me like I was going to steal something. And I was just like, I just wanted to come in here and look around, but it felt so weird because this lady was following me the whole time I was in the store. And, and, and I asked about like a watch cause I wanted to, I wanted to watch, um, some of the watches that they had. And she just acted like I wasn't really going to make a purchase. It was just kind of like, why are you asking yeah. me about this? And it's just like, it just sucks. Cause they just assume that you're just not, you don't have the money or you're going to steal something or mm-hmm. we're watching you. But what your friend said, that makes me wonder, do black and Latino people steal more or are we just more policed? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do we're just, m- we're do more policed because I work at a store. Because, come on, I'm sure everyone yeah. steals. It's just a matter of you probably don't pay attention to Susie Homemaker who stuffed a shirt mm-hmm. down her pants because she doesn't look like... Because you don't assume. Or the people. people. I know a lot of people yeah. who steal. Or yeah. the people. Look at your Starbucks. I, most of the people oh, that yeah. I see steal from it's the little gross because they're like, white kids. I'm gonna be fine. Like, yeah, they yeah. have that mm-hmm. idea. They Entitled. Have their chin up. Entitlement. Like, this week has been so high for me. Like <laughs> around me, I I can't. I could not deal with it with this week. <laughs> With the yeah. p- entitlement of other people, um, but no, it's 
you know, and it could be that girl, that, you know, little cute girl with a cute dog who's using the dog as a decoy, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's, it's anybody. But yeah. the, the sad thing is that some people don't have that, um, that open-mindedness in this, in this situation to be like, you know what? Anyone can fucking steal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you just have but, to think yeah. about who you're policing because yeah. obviously if you police a certain group more, your statistics, out. yeah, your statistics your, your will be skewed. Yeah. You know, it'll be, oh, well, there's more crime in this neighborhood when it's actually, no, this neighborhood is merely policed more. So, so you're going to you, find more. You're going to find more. Whereas if you mm-hmm. police them both equally, you probably find that they were probably about the same. But if you have 100 cops for this six block area and only, you know, 30 yeah, cops, the for findings this six block are going to be less. There, very different. And also, just who you approach. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, people of color are pulled over, approached, all that kind of stuff unnecessarily and they end up arrested. And so it kind of, you know, yeah. it's, it's systemic. It just kind of becomes a thing. Like, I, you look suspicious, so I'm going to stop you. And Susie Homemaker doesn't look suspicious, so I'm going to let her go. Even though she's probably got a kilo of cocaine in her baby yeah. shoulder. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. What else? What do y'all see out, Priscilla? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to the fact that I'm going back to college and pledging yes. for the sorority BK. <laughs> what is this? Beyonce knows. <laughs> Killed it at Coachella last week. And of course, yeah, Baychella. <laughs> we renamed it. Oh my we God. It. Beyonce we re- renamed Coachella. Kendrick won the Pulitzer. I know. We we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Beyonce absolutely killed it. And we are now no. Well, no, Coachella as Baychella. Uh, she brought out the whole fam uh, last weekend. I think she did this weekend as well with Destiny's Child, her hubby Jay-Z, and her sister. I love the little so cool. dance break mm-hmm. with Salon. So fun. So oh, my gosh. I wish I could have a moment like that with my cousin one day on a big <laughs> stage, like just yeah. dancing like crazy people. Um, and it was just so fun. The th- The whole theme of the performance was just like you know like um college and um hbcu like just amazing she had so many dancers so many band members there um this this week she did a um around the same she had a couple different songs um this time she had same songs going on from the like little clips that i could see but she was gonna have some new songs like ego and six inch and bills 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 um I'm hoping that they stream that at some point, even though it was going to like hop in and be like, we got you. Oh, <laughs> that was like, I'll sign up for it. That would I'll be so it. smart. That's what I was really hoping. <laughs> that would be so smart. And people just found out so much. I mean, this performance, you could just really tell, like we all knew she was great, but yeah. just the whole, di- the whole theme of it. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. It was it's to like, another level. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is why we love you. I always Beyonce. say like, Beyonce, stop going to these things that are small venues and just blowing everyone else out the water. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Like, like, how do you don't go, go after the, that? Like, right? they don't go to the VMAs when Rihanna's getting her award <laughs> and just do a little mini concert and just ruin You're everything. Like, don't do that. Like, I can't go because I love you. Rihanna's like my my world, mm. but she ruined it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you were like, damn you. And now uh, Beyonce's website is now selling Coachella Bay <laughs> Cella. What's their saying? Because like, you were saying like you think. I, yeah, I kind of was expecting her to like after after the show last night to just be like, "Hey, 
check you know check iTunes check title I was I was feeling like she was going to drop an album because album? Yeah. that's what she does she doesn't say anything about it she's just she just sits there quietly drops something at midnight and sometimes like, it's Monday what? sometimes it's Monday after it might the happen. weekend's over yeah. and she's got like all new merchandise like the, yeah. the I feel like the color new was very theme. specific you know because mm-hmm. it, it seems like a little much for just a Coachella thing why are you mm-hmm. putting why is it so much merchandise so much, and it's yeah. also like, very much like a new theme like theme, you notice yeah. with every album it's she's a, up it's to a, something it's a new theme and I feel like this especially with the and she's sneaky with it like she's always doing something like when she did that first album and princess and the whole like the like we're watching yeah like and i felt like they were also like all these like little hands like the little everybody mad um song like that was her just i'm at the top and y'all are all it was very all these like very very small hints that kind of i was just like you you're doing something like she's up to something it's, it's too much for just coachella you know what I mean? And like, granted, it was a big deal because she's the first black woman to headline. Mm-hmm. So like, that was a big deal in and of that itself. Cool. But I still felt like, I'm like, you, you're doing something. Like, it's going to be an album drop. So it's been a while since your last album. Something you didn't have up. these babies. Like, Yeah, and especially to kick off the tour, the On the Run mm-hmm. 2 tour. She's going to drop something else. Like, everybody learned all new choreography. Like, the, the week before the tour starts, you're going to be like, wait, hold on. I got to learn all these new songs. Wait. And then last night she had a lot of the same um, outfits, but more with a magenta, like mm-hmm. pink oh, okay. twist yeah. on it. And even the girls, the dancers Their and mom stuff. Did. Yeah. Their so mom they made went, all of her clothes. No, it was Balmain. Specially made by Balmain. Um, I like I like how they wore I like how when <laughs> Destiny's Child came out like mm-hmm. how they were wearing almost the same thing they wore in that video but it was just mm-hmm. an updated was, style yeah. I was like that's fucking cool it was just there was so luxury. many like just little nods in that just the whole performance uh, like because okay. I felt like if you went to an HBCU or you know anything mm-hmm. about them just like the band in general yeah. like you know how amazing those bands are yeah and just like the songs that they were playing the very beginning I was just like and then to lift every voice and sing into formation. And then like the second oh. lines and like I was like, oh, this music is so good. Mm-hmm. It was it's amazing. So good. I was just, I was blown away. And that's coming from somebody who was kind of a casual Beyonce fan. Like I liked her. Yeah. And I, I never, I never doubted her talent. Like I was always yeah. one of those. She's amazingly talented. But I remember like in college, I didn't, I didn't understand the hype because I felt like she was everywhere and she would, her music at the time was not blowing me away. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I think her self-titled item or album that I was just like, That's me. okay. That was me too. I was kind of like, okay, Beyonce. And when she released like all those videos. That's where it was like, solidified okay. for me. I was yeah. like, all right, you and did your thing. And then Lemonade, I was just like, okay. I, I just I love like, like how me. you're starting to see she's just becoming herself. You know, because, like, before it was just, like, when it was all over the place, of course, just poppy, commercial. commercial. Mm -hmm. Then she established herself. She had her baby. Then she came out Mm -hmm. with that Beyonce album. I think four was really when you started to feel like, oh, she's... This is who she is. And And I felt that maybe then that she felt, you know what? If I'm going to do this, you know, I have the right to be who I am. That was the point where she, I think she could do it. Because I feel like at first, like, with most new artists, Yeah, but her dad wanted her to be a big pop star. But you have to be in order to read a certain stature yeah. just I mean, like Lady she, Gaga yeah I mean look at even yeah. artists change so look at Pink when Pink first came out she was like that little white R&B. girl you know R&B hip hop and like look at her now and she's way more of a rocker and this is way more yeah it's her she is and yeah. that's kind of I feel like what you have to do a lot of times as an artist you have to, you have to be commercial you have to bend possible. over and take it so yeah. then you can be like later and then like, your second third you fourth you guys album. are like selling me on Beyonce like, <laughs> but no like that was me because like, she was she was in movies she was in commercials and like at the time mm-hmm. I had my she's roommate so at the time she was like, like she was in yeah. love with her and I was like I 
don't get it. And she was just like, you just a hater. And I was like, no, I was like, I really, I just don't get it. Because at the time, like I said, her music to me wasn't, my sister's the same thing. My sister was the biggest Beyonce hater until four came out. And then my sister was like, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, But it's like, because I felt like I finally could figure out a little bit who she, she's, Beyonce is very private. Oh yeah. She's very much, she only releases what she wants you to know. Like that elevator video, that only got leaked because she let it get leaked. Let's be real. Um, so yeah. I, I, at the time, I, I just felt like she was very manufactured and I just didn't like it. And I was like, you're in all these yeah. movies and she wasn't a good actress. I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I like Dream I, Girls. No, Dream Girls. <laughs> I like Dream Girls, but I feel like she had an acting coach yeah, for that yeah. because like everything I seen. Oh, absolutely. Before, uh, um, and I just, I, I didn't understand the hype. And then, like I said, when she released the self-titled album, it felt a little, I was like, this kind of feels like it could be you. I don't know if it's you because I don't know who you really are. But I was like, this kind of feels like it could be you. And I like I appreciated the musicality, the music videos. And then like Lemonade, like the formation video, not necessarily the song, but the formation video, like <laughs> ruined Lemonade? my life. Right. Like, I was just telling no, my life. Yeah. I feel like I the video had like more of an impact. The, the, the video had way so more good. of an impact. Like yeah. the, the, the formation I'm not, song. I'm not like, huge dope. on it, but yeah. it's good. Like the formation song itself, it's dope. It's a you know, it's a bop. You, you can sing along with it. But the video, the, the imagery visuals. is what yeah. got me. Like the big Frida, the it was, yes. you know, it was I've seen it. Yeah, well, it was. Bop. And that's the thing. And that's why it's like she's like. Yes, we feel like we know her and so, but I feel like she's starting to give us more and more of who she authentically truly is and what like gets her like gets her going, yeah, you know, she like can do what she like wants. the whole band, HBCU stuff, like yes, like mm-hmm. that's who she and just like formation. Um before that on the album before that it was with uh Angel, that yeah. video mm-hmm. with no angel, they're like in the hood and she's there with like, like her white. That. That's my favorite I, song on that. I album. love mm-hmm. that song and I love that video. <laughs> you know, like I don't falsetto. know. She's not a falsetto singer, mm-hmm. but she's falsetto Appar- the whole song. It's like, she is, but she did that that <laughs> she's opera scratchy, break. I was like, like, wait a minute, you yeah. opera? Yeah. I was like, and what I I think what I she's liked surprising. honestly like, about Beychella was it was after it happened the conversation she had with her mom and her mom was like I don't feel like this crowd is going to understand you because that's uh, one of the things people were saying about the crowd they were like the crowd kind of wasn't into it they were confused they didn't understand what they were getting and I like that she was just like I don't care they yep. can google it afterwards like because they were they, <laughs> yeah. they're like real talk like they because like they lift every voice and sing a lot of white people don't don't know that that's basically the black national anthem like yeah. they don't know that it's just kind of well, they were like why is she what is this song you can see it on their faces yeah, they were yeah. like what's What's happening? Yeah, it was interesting because like, I was like, like, "This is interesting for Coachella." And then, and then yeah. the segue into formation was very—I thought was very much on purpose. It was very much like I'm gonna go from the Black National Anthem to the Black Anthem for Women because after formation came out, there was Amy Schumer who did her little take on. There were a lot of white people who did their take on formation. That take was, and I feel like that was Beyonce <laughs> saying, "Now nah, this shit's for you." Like I want you to know that this has always been for you. I feel like that segue was very much on purpose. Yeah. And just little things like the Cassidy, like the Hustler, like just little, mm-hmm. little moments. My favorite she moment of the whole entire... Okay, so everyone talks so much shade on Michelle. She does Michelle the crip walk. Michelle does crip walk. And I was like... Michelle does a crip walk. And I was like... I was like, gospel singer Michelle, I was like, you just, crip walk, you just, I'm done. She I was just like, solidified that no more rude memes are going to be made about her ever <laughs> she again because like, she did ever. the crip walk. She was like, uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I don't know what's going on. Michelle it, just did the so, crip walk. I was just like, I was, I was, I was like so in <laughs> love with her at that moment. I this was like, so, uh, I love that. It was, yeah, that Michelle was, did the that crib was such a, And you know what else cracked me up too? When Jay came out and she was like, everybody make noise for Jay. And you could, people were just like, <laughs> 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 like okay. and I thought that was so funny. Cause it's like, Jay-Z is one of the most celebrated rappers alive. Yeah. And 
for her to be able to steal the shine. For her like, to be able to steal the shine, and Jay-Z. also for people to be salty at Jay yeah. for cheating on her. Like that was to me. I, like, I think, that was I think also because of the, the majority of the audience, though, too. Like doesn't know Jay. Yeah, it's they don't of, celebrate him as much as yeah. real hip hop people. Which is do. that's why I always thought was interesting about Coachella when they would have like these headliners. Like when they like it was the last year when they had Outkast. I was like, Outkast is very. Like Southern. they're from Atlanta, so like then you know they they went to a high school with my friend, so it's yeah. kind of one of those things where like I know all things Outcast, but like I remember when they announced I know, they I were headlining. Like hipsters are, are in the not to Outcast. Out, no hipsters like, are in. Hey, yeah, and like yeah, when he did it, that's not Outcast. But it's like, still that's Outcast is, but because that's it was very, a, that's because their you had to copy. buy the joint album, you had to buy the album together. People ain't buy that; they downloaded it illegally. <laughs> um, but it's like most people like when I say like Outcast, like. They know like the chorus from Bombs Over Baghdad, mm-hmm. but they don't know like Outcast. You get what I'm saying? Bombs Over Baghdad um, is the best. And, yeah, the thing, like they like they know like the beginning, and then you you see them. They're just like he. <laughs> yeah, you, they just like I don't know. I don't know what yeah. the words are. So like I always I thought it was very interesting whenever there's you know like black headliners or just like black people performing. I always, more I always, I always wonder if there are little little things they didn't catch because there was a. I don't actually know if he's like French or African. I don't know what he is. But he mean, have like this thing popped up and it, behind him. At the same time, though, it's like I feel like it's it's weird. But we shouldn't look at it as weird anymore. We should just let it like integrate. Because yeah. the more that we, if we keep yeah. thinking that and like separating, oh no, it, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's yeah. weird in the way like that you can't consume yeah, 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 it. Yeah. I just think it's it's amusing to me because like there's some things that you're just not gonna understand. Yeah. Um, especially like if you don't have any like close black friends, like there are gonna be moments that you miss because yeah. That product isn't I don't know what for that means. you. Yeah. You know, but no. I always tell people, I'm like, everything, you can, people can enjoy all kinds of things, but people have to understand that everything is not for your consumption. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, some things are just, you can watch, it's not that you can't watch it, but it's just, it's not meant for you. So they're just things, that, they're little things that you It's don't like miss. watching, like, um, like Isle of Dogs. There was a lot of Japanese humor that was written by the Japanese writer that a lot of people aren't going to get. Because miss. it's not yeah, for it's not for you. But, me, and, but for, I think things like that are amazing because yeah. that's going to bring more, that's going to inspire the Japanese Americans or Japanese kids yeah. to, you know, you know, I can you do shit yourself. like this in yeah. Jen Market. Yeah. This, Coachella, I know yourself. so many people that I would have never thought have gone would go to Coachella and they went. Yeah, you they know? went for and, Beyonce. <laughs> No, but that's okay, and that's and okay. It's, no, it's totally okay. Everyone should experience and different she made things. Her money. <laughs> it was. It what was, is it your was, issue? Was, no, I'm just like I tend. To, I have this thing where I feel like um, there's a lot of Beyonce audience that's just trend. They're trend Beyonce fans. Like it's not no, necessarily because they like Beyonce. It's because they know that it's hard to get tickets, and they know that so they just want to go on Instagram and be like, "Oh, most definitely." I'm, I'm at a Beyonce concert, but I don't even listen to it. That's what I was trying to tell you earlier. Is like yeah. this guy I used to work with. Doesn't even like R&B. Doesn't like hip hop, R&B, nothing. Like he likes Christina Aguilera as R&B as he goes, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. But he went to fucking Beyonce <laughs> concert. He went to the Beyonce concert with the just because it was trendy to go to because it was trendy to go. So that's why I feel like a lot of people went. But I'm like, are they the trendy ones? Because because Coachella is already in itself trendy. trendy yeah. So then you no, the topple people, Beyonce into it. Like, there's, like, there's a Beyonce lot of people. Beyonce gets the last laugh because she's like, I yeah. got your money. Oh yeah. no, no, you know that's saying? fine. So like for me, I'm like, if you want to waste your money, because it's a waste. Because yeah. all you're gonna do is go and you're gonna take pictures. You're not gonna pay attention to what you. Yeah, you're not in the moment. You're not experiencing it. So it's like. I love that she began. She said, you know, I'm the first woman to headline Coachella, a black woman to headline Coachella. And then I love love how she was like, ain't that that about a bitch? bitch. (laughs) She lets you know, like, how long has this festival been going on? Yeah. And and that's just another like, yeah, she's just being her authentic true self. Mm -hmm. And she's just being real, which is something I appreciate so much, you know? 
Yeah. So on to more greatness. What? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar wins the music Pulitzer Prize for the album Shit. Damn. We know so, Damn. just so many how people much people thought that was a typo. They were like, what? Damn. I know. And a lot of people were thinking that they he should have won it for like literature. Yeah. You know? Just because of like his lyrics and stuff. Oh, Pimp a Butterfly I thought was literature to me. But yeah, but Damn was yeah, but so it's, good. I think that goes down to how people honestly view the work of art Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a lot of people don't view and i tell people all the time i'm like you have rappers that like not these rappers that are up now but when you have these rappers that are actual like lyricists like yeah they they say and you're thinking about it like they like you know you have like common and j J. cole Cole. yeah Yeah, when you're thinking like maybe in the moment like it doesn't connect like a couple days later you're like did he say what he said yeah when when you listen and it's such a great feeling when you're listening to it again and it clicks to you and you're like Damn, like your yeah. mind is literally blown. You're just like, like especially with hip hop, because sometimes it's, it's just genius. it's fast, so you're yeah. missing mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. stuff the first time. Or you're so into the beat or whatever. And then you listen to it, or you're laying down in bed, and you decide to listen to it in bed, and your eyes are closed, and you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. this that's what is good so music good. Is. Yeah, it's yeah, like it makes you that, feel something. That's yeah. what a good piece of art but it, does. And then you release the same damn album, and you reverse the songs to tell a different story, and it works out. That's some fucking shit. That's he what did he did. That? Damn, it's the collector's edition. All the songs are reversed, and it tells the theme and the vibe of the whole album is a completely different experience. Wow. Because he flips the songs the other way. So it's you're listening insane. to the last song first, and it goes down. It's the first time. And in, it's amazing. It's the first time in decades that um, another artist has won outside of the classical and jazz genre. That's so crazy. it's just so amazing that his work is being, you know, just recognized and honored. And I hope at least the people kind of taking it more seriously as an art form, which is honestly, it's hard, you know, because you have all of the the Migoses. The the, little pumps. Yeah, you have, yeah, who, is that a real person? Yeah, he's the one that's I didn't think it was a real person. Yeah. But like, you have, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like, like now I, I hear all of these, that's why I don't listen to the radio, but I hear all these like rappers and it's basically a generic beat and I'm like I don't understand what you say every other word is like bitch yeah. or hoe but you're not saying anything you know yeah. what I'm saying you're just That's you're just bullshitting it's hip hop now yeah, you're just bullshitting and I'm like what did you did you actually say like, I, or Nicki Minaj is saying King Kong over and over King Kong yeah, like, King Kong I, King Kong no, but like, King I Kong. missed I the days like, of like, no, no, no. like ra- even like rappers like Eminem like if you look at him lyrically he's saying something yeah. like he's oh, not yeah. just yeah. he's not yeah. bullshitting and I, I miss those days and I miss the days of like rappers where I can understand what you're saying yeah. you know what I mean nowadays it's, it's like just, popular you're to like naming ingredients to like Chinese food and I'm just, this is rap and you're just like wait no. did Stir people, fry. people wow, pay wow, for wow, this wow, and, wow. Well, like, this is, and this is why it's trash. so important that quality work gets yeah. recognized in this yeah. way uh, it just, just blows my mind, and I'm so proud of him. And I'm just—it makes me so happy because yeah. we do have a s- whole stream of the new age rappers mm-hmm. that are just that are BS. Tra- they, they, they don't know who Nas is, and you're just like, just Gosh, you're just like explain. Like ex- I don't understand. <sighs> so how congrats to Kendrick, <laughs> and uh, moving on to J Cole, his new album dropped this past Friday on 4:20, the most perfect day to drop it. <laughs> but in <laughs> Thank you, Jake Cole, because in that album, there's a song called 1985, and it it touches light on exactly what you're saying. All about these rappers, that they're trendy now, and it's mm-hmm. great, you know, but it's like, when those kids grow up... You're not going to remember them. They're not going to want you anymore. You're not yeah. going to make that money for being, you know, trendy, you like, really because you don't have a real piece of art mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And it, that, I think you were going to say ass. 
Piece of ass. A real piece of ass out there. Bailey's just trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey has something else on his mind. And it, that's so, yesterday I finally had the chance to listen to the entire album. It's the KOD album on, and. It's great. It's really good. Yeah, and I, it's We cool. just watched the music video, and it was, it's, it's, it's so like 90s, like, it's really cool. It's good. so good. Yeah. I hadn't even had my coffee in the morning. I was like pumped up. I was alive. I didn't feel goosebumps, but whatever I was feeling inside, this sounds so weird to say, but this is truly how I felt. Yeah. Like, my bloodstream just seemed like it was like pumped and it was like flowing and That's like what good music does. Yeah. And yeah. it just like, especially when you appreciate the artist too, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Things yeah. make me excited. Beyonce stuff makes me excited, you know, like, Oh my God. Like, yes, yeah, obsessive. But this, the way it just made me feel inside, like not yeah. my heart, but like just the whole, <laughs> my whole body is like, what? Yeah, it affected you in a way. It affected me. And I just, it makes me pumped up to just do my work, it, even though I'm not a lyricist, I'm not, you yeah. know, a writer, but it's like, yes, like, let's do Creativity. this. Creativity. Creativity. Art yeah. inspires the creative. Like, you mm-hmm. will, oh. you know, you read a good magazine article about your favorite screenwriter, whatever. It's purpose. Yeah. yeah. You, after that, after you read their words or you, you hear their words, you're just like, I gotta, I gotta put in the work. I gotta mm-hmm. do Music my own thing. Music is so powerful because it's, it, it, it does stuff for like Incredibly. people that do like marathons, people that do fights, like yeah. they get pumped up through the mm-hmm. music they listen to. And if they, you know, it's, it's all in that energy that they're putting it in It is. And it's like, it can be, you know, it's, it's one of those, you always see like those little memes where it's like, oh, you know, you hear a song and it reminds you of a moment. But there's so many songs in our lives that are tied to a very specific oh, yeah. moment or a very specific feeling. And mm-hmm. you listen to the song 10 years later and you're right back wherever you were in that moment yeah Yeah, and it's just music is incredibly powerful that's why I always tell people I'm like if you listen to as many kinds of music as you possibly can Mm -hmm. because you never know where you're going to find inspiration you never know where you're going to find something that makes you feel something oh yeah I listen I literally listen to every type of I don't there's there's nothing I don't like metal I'm not yeah I'm not I love screamo I can't No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't. I was like, really? Like Like your whole face, for real. I do it too. I listen from screamo to classical. I love classical music. That shit gets me in the zone. I'm like typing away like super fast. It's so important to, yeah, like you said, to experience because music is so. It's like it's so universal. Even if you don't Mm -hmm. understand the the words, like you can feel the feeling that people are putting into it. So. it's, it's something I mean there's there's reasons why you know when when people like Michael and Prince die yeah. like it's you, you feel impact. like yeah you feel like you lost an uncle because yeah. it's like whether you think about it or not growing up especially somebody like Prince you heard Prince everyone heard Prince yeah. growing up yeah. like everyone has like a Prince and so moment. many people you are saw inspired by you step people. into their mind when yeah. you listen to their music and so yeah. you're kind of seeing the world mm-hmm. behind their and eyes especially their real eyes. artists yeah. they're the ones that pour a lot of their life into their music yeah, that's why so, so you feel tortured. like you know them yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. and so that's yeah. why when you yeah. lose them it's just one of those things where you just like it's crazy because you never met them yeah but it's like your that's why your I think that's why some people like people have a love-hate relationship with like Kanye because a lot of his his life is in there it is, maybe it's going to take him for, to pass away for us to be like oh that's what I, you're saying he can Kanye, be relatable Kanye. on a certain level yeah. he's, he's a little no. aggressive about yeah. it but like he has some qualities like I think yeah. that's why yeah. we all he, loved him from the beginning yeah he yeah. definitely has some great qualities I think his moments are 
he just a lot of times he I feel like he alienates people because yeah. he'll he'll throw his support behind very questionable people. Yeah. And that in itself like like not just a Trump thing, but he did it recently with this lady, I can't remember her name, but she's very like She's black, but like she hates black people. It's very awkward. But like he he basically was just like, was oh, it Stacey jo- Dash, Stacey Dash, no, nah, not Stacey Dash. It was um, somebody else. I can't. It was like it was crazy. like two days ago. Like, but he was he basically was like, oh, I love the way she thinks, and people were like, <laughs> people were like, wait, but he what? says, but he says stuff to just yeah. I think that's why I think Kanye needs to just just the music. Well, that's you know why he's I mean? living like, in Montana and working on some album, and then like leave leave all the everything it's else weird. alone. Like just get a publicist to run it's your so Twitter. So weird to me. Why are you in Montana? Like it's quiet. But why are you it's with quiet and it's beautiful, and it's away from Kim? Maybe probably. That. No. So yeah. Um, <laughs> also, speaking of Kanye, he started tweeting a lot this week. Um, some inspiring things, but also just um, giving us dates of album drops for mm-hmm. the whole good music click. So that'll be fun. Uh, hopefully, I'm excited um, for so Kid yeah. Cudi. Yeah, like, Kid I, I feel Cudi. like I'm more excited for Kid Cudi than I am for Kanye. Oh yeah. Mm. Just, I don't know. I don't. It's for Kanye for me. His first two albums, love. Yeah. And then love. like he just he just fell off for me. Just. I don't know. In life quality, of, life I don't of Pablo. Know. Every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm like, oh, this isn't a great album. Every time I listen to it, I get I love it again. Another song more. Like I'm just like I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But that first track, the Ultra Light Beam, I oh, fucking love that amazing. song. That song is gold I think to because me. Chance is on it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, it is because of Chance, Chance is on it. But there's like, even some of the, like, I mean, well, I some of because the- because like, when you think about it, it's very like, you have the gospel choir in the background. Like, it's very moving. Inspiring. Inspiring. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I mean, there's not Kanye. Yeah, that's exactly. That's why it's not new. Hey, Kanye. Jesus walks on the same thing. Well, that's old Kanye. Yeah, but yeah, that's old. That's so I miss the old Kanye from Chicago. You're saying it's not. I don't Kanye, like Kanye from Calabasas. So- I like Kanye from Chicago. <laughs> There's that's the Kanye I like. I don't like this Calabasas motherfucker. All right, what else? What else we got? Okay, <laughs> so I, I know you're probably gonna roll your eyes, but I just want to give a congrats to Eva Longoria for receiving her star on the Walk of Fame this week. Why do you think I would say that? I, I worked with her for five years. I don't know. I kind of feel like you would be like, uh, I mean, was really nice. Really? Was she? Yeah. I don't know. Isn't she pregnant? She is pregnant. She's going to be a mama. And I, um, she's been doing a lot of directing lately. So that's good for her. I love seeing women behind the camera. Yeah. So hopefully she continues doing that and happy belated birthday, Bailey. Bailey's birthday was last Friday. Hope you you. had a blast. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Um, I got to see touch bases with a lot of people I don't get to see throughout my weeks because I'm just busy or tired and I'm just sleeping. So I got to to San Diego with my friend Elisa and Frankie. Um, I went to lunch with my good friend Noel and I went um, shopping for what I'm really into right now is um, getting Japanese consoles (laughs) of of like old games and stuff that I used to play. But they're Japanese versions, so they're really fun to kind of play and like figure out stuff because I really do want to go to Japan at one point and I Mm -hmm. want to be able to at least start and I feel like that's a good thing to start with because it's so it's, familiar to me. And uh-huh. so like it's, but it's in a different language. So I'm like that's trying to so figure cool. shit out. Um, I'm in the process of like learning to modify them. So like you can play American games and Japanese games on one console. So mm. I've got all my tools and like, like I'm super techie. excited. That's about really it. high tech for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm like super excited. And that's, just, it was kind of like a birthday gift to myself. And mm-hmm. um, she actually, you helped me go get like some <laughs> of the games. She, she took me, I, they forgot to give me a cord from like one of my consoles. So I had to go back to the store and she took me in and 
I showed her around. It was yeah, it's, it's, it's it cool. was eye opening because I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. It's a lot. It's a lot, and it's so cool to see like these game cartridges from like mm-hmm. different countries. Yeah, and stuff. it's trippy, and even and she, it reminds she was, like it's very nostalgic. Like yeah. you look at them, and you're just like, oh my god, that's, cool. that's so it cool. reminds you yeah. from when like I was a kid. Yeah, it's trippy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was um, it was a good birthday, and um, I have a little extension of it coming soon. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. So. Yeah. Well, glad you had a blast. I did. That's what everyone should do. <laughs> sure, are we going one more round? Let's do one oh, more yeah. round. Yeah. All right, you're going to go first. Da, da, da. What a fun one. Just pick it. Do it now. Do it. That one. Okay. Oh, this works. This is movies. Uh, what is a film that you think is important and why? Oof. Oh, I Those have so many. I have so many. Um... I guess I'll go recent. Um, I think I'm not going to go Black Panther. Although <laughs> I know, that's, I was like, that's my obvious. Get out. That's my obvious. Bull Black Panther and Get Out. Um, but also, <laughs> I think Moonlight is a very important yes. film because for so many reasons. I feel mm-hmm. like it showed black men to me in such a beautiful way. Like just. Yeah. Like even from just like a cinematic standpoint, just the way they were shot, they all looked so beautiful. And a so very beautiful. taboo way too. Yeah. And that's what I liked too. I liked that they showed gay black men and they weren't caricatures. Like I liked that they weren't stereotypical. They were just like, you, Real. you can, yeah, you mm-hmm. can be black and be gay and this is who you are. And it was just, it was just such be, a, it's hard. And you could be Trevante too. Right, I want Trevante. Oh Lord! Um, I saw him. I went to the um, the live what? show with the orchestra, and to my Loki hate you. I, I to my surprise, he was there, and I swear, is he beautiful I was in person? Like, oh, I can't. oh yes. he's, that smile and that skin. He is just a specimen. Yes, he truly is. Yes, and that, that what I, I love, love about like that movie in general, like <laughs> there was there was so many talents, like just so yeah. like I I'm. Felt really bad because I'm blanking on her name, but the actress who played his mother, um, oh. like just oh, so, yes. and just that scene where she was just like, "I know I fucked up, but I yeah. always loved you." At first, you. I was like, "Janelle Monae." <laughs> it wasn't. It was. No, um, no, it was a mom. She was, was a British actress. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember her either. name, and I feel it sucks bad. when I forget their names because I'm like, I should know this. She's amazing. Um, but like, just that scene. I feel like they both said so much. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily a whole lot of dialogue, but they, her face and his face, it just said so much. And Masharla Ali, he's just amazing. Like he is, he is incredible. He's great. I adore him. I want to work with him one day. Like I just, I'm so glad that people are finally seeing him because I feel like he played, he's been in so many things and I feel like people just kind of glossed over him. Mm -hmm. He used to come into the Starbucks as an acting studio over here and he used to come in and I didn't know who he was. And then I remember Moonlight and he was in it and I was like... Oh, oh my god! Shit. I, like I used I to come in all like the time. Girl so hard. That's but yeah, like him and like him and like Luke Cage. Like I'm just so Luke glad that so he's good. finally getting. Yeah. And you know, I know. I feel like with a lot of um, male actors, especially of color, they tend to like hit their stride at like 38. Because I think Michelle is like 41, yeah. something like that. I feel like they tend to hit their stride like a little bit later in life, and then they're just like. I've arrived, bitches. But they've yeah. been putting yeah. in the work. They've been putting in the years. Even like, like um, that moment, they're just like, I'm here. Even Chadwick Boseman. Like, that's what was, I was saying. He yeah. was like mm-hmm. the biopic man, you know, 42 yeah. and yeah. Get On Up and uh, mm-hmm. Marshall, which was really, really good. Yeah, Marshall was great too. He was like the, like the biopic he's man. He's 41 like, too, right? 42. 42. Yeah, black don't crack. But like he's... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I didn't think... <laughs> he's what... I didn't either. I had to like Google him because I was like, he's not in here. I thought he was like a solid like 35. I was like, 35 is fitting, maybe 38. And then I Googled him and I was like, oh, 
Oh, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, you? like well, you know. What about you? Got a movie? Well, I actually would agree with Danielle. Like, I feel like Moonlight was a very enlightening and saddening movie. Yeah. It made me really sad because I know it's so real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone to go their entire lives shrouded in shame mm-hmm. and like That's and bizarre. lack of support like from yeah. your yeah. M- from your mom from the people who are supposed to support you yeah the people who are just like innately supposed yeah. to support but beyond like supportive like emotional support like give you everything you need yeah. like yeah. or try or feed just... you like look you know mm-hmm. like hey that was but that was so on intense. a brighter note my favorite movie of all time my favorite book I saw the play just obsessed with this um is Big Fish Oh, that's great. Mm. And I feel like that has always, that story has always stayed with me and just kind of trying to always maintain a childlike I feel like that's such an interesting, it's an interesting movie because it's like how you perceive like your parents doing like stuff that that they feel like is is good for you, but Mm -hmm. then how you could see it as like a lie or like, but it's really them trying to like, totally like protect you. Yeah. Protect you, but also trying, you're embellishing to kind of make it interesting and make the world a little little bit more interesting. Life sucks. They're trying to make it better. And you grow up and you're like, my dad was a fucking liar. Like, but then you start meeting the people that these stories were based off, but they're just little embellishments, but he was really, they were true experiences, but he just added on. Mm -hmm. But nothing is, yeah, this is going to sound kind of uh, off kilter but nothing is really real everything that we experience is like it's our perception it's our mm-hmm. perception and so mm-hmm. when we're finished with or we're never really finished but anything that's not in the moment which is the past or the future it's all thoughts yeah mm-hmm. so none that's, of it is really real it's true. Mm-hmm. so that's why fear is like something that's really weird because it's not even ha- hasn't happened yet like mm-hmm. you're thinking about something that hasn't even happened but like you're affected by it and it that's hasn't that's crazy mm-hmm. I, was, I, think of that. I read a quote yesterday and it was like um I'm going to like butcher it, but it's basically like we're all living our own movie and we don't realize that everyone else is just like a small role in our own yeah, movie. Like, yeah, you know, like, like the guy in the window, like you never actually see him, but he's just a guy in the window with the light on. Like, yeah. but it's all every, everyone's living like their own little, their own little story. You know, there's a, there's one moment where, okay, I was with my friend and I was, I had a crush on this guy and I thought we had this moment where the guy and I, we, had some really intense eye contact. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if he was into me at the time, but I was like, there was this moment where everything <laughs> stopped and we looked at each other and it was the most amazing moment. And afterwards I was analyzing, was it really real? Was he just like, looking at me? I don't know. But like it yeah. does, it You're doesn't, like, was he looking it at doesn't me matter no. because in that moment I experienced That's what you that. Felt. Yeah. And I'm going to embrace it for what it was. Even if he didn't like it, he ended up actually having a girlfriend. And he never told me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I still was like, okay, well, my friend, she just told me. You, you still have that moment, that. though. That yeah, that's was, great. That's what happened. Yeah. If you said that's what happened, then that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't have to overanalyze it. He stopped time. <laughs> and I think, too, when we overanalyze, like, the moments, we ruin them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. sometimes you have, like, these just great, just moments. And you kind of can't, what does it mean? Like, yeah. Just don't do that. Just, yeah. It was a great moment. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to. Because if yeah. you overanalyze it, you're going to tarnish your own memory of the moment. And that's right. that childlike mentality that mm-hmm. I think we have to kind of go back to sometimes because we get caught up in the stress of life and mm-hmm. things are shitty and things are complicated but just it, it's life yeah shit happens and 
it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be miserable. Yeah. 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 I think that is. That's important. You only get fish. one going like that's, that's what that movie I is. I need to watch that movie. It's a good movie. It's what really about you, Priscilla? Definitely. It's your important You movie. know what? I feel like a lot of people have not ever seen this, and it was not given any credit at all. But um, Cesar Chavez, oh, was direct, I, I directed that. by Diego Luna, um, which is about an activist that yeah. made such a big impact for, you know... Um, people in the agriculture community who pick the food that we eat, you know, and who are, you know, treated so badly. And he organized, you know. That's hard to watch, too. It it was a really hard to watch. the actor, right? Yeah, he directed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he directed the film. Um, America Ferrera was in it. Um, Rosario. No, was it Rosario? I don't know how to watch No, it's Rosario. Rosario and Michael Peña was the one who played uh, Cesar Chavez. Um, But it's just, he, he made such a big impact and he organized... Um, an actual what is it called? Like, like a union. Oh, yeah. A union for these people. Yeah, who, the workers union. The yeah, workers yeah. union who weren't, you know, be given the right rights, you know, and as a lot of the people sometimes were getting weren't getting paid for doing this work, you know, picking fruit and picking veggies. Um, I think it's a very important part of history, especially since we do all benefit from it. You know, we actually, you know eat the the fruit and (laughs) veggies that these people work so hard and get paid very little and sometimes don't get paid at all for. Yeah, that's Um, a great movie too. I think that every school should show it. It it Um, should. It should. Especially in California. It should be mandatory for California. (laughs) Yeah. For damn sure. It's a really important movie, I feel. Um, Also, Coco, um, just because of the climate that we're in and the way, you know, leadership is speaking so ugly of the people of Mexico. I think it's an important piece of work right now. It's hands Um, down my favorite Pixar film ever. Yeah, because you get to see just, you know, like these people are are people, you know, and they have, um, you know, they have family and they have past. And I think Coco really highlights that in a fun, you know, colorful way. I think it was also really important, too, because they also screened the film in Spanish. So it was a really good opportunity Mm. for, you know, you know, generations within a family to all step out together to go to the theater and watch Mm -hmm. um, the show. Again, that's like Disney, man. They're putting in that work. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money to to have the actors do it in Spanish and do it in English and do, and do that recording for both versions. Mm-hmm. That's so much work. Yeah, and I feel they like they're it. one of the few who are they're they're dedicated to like their initiative. It's not just like a like I hate the it's to word make, diversity. It's to make money. It's but to at make the money, same but it's time, like, it's both to give people like a, a voice and like to feel like they yeah, have a connection. Because they could have put anything Black out. Panther, Disney's behind Bruh. Black Panther too. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. Panther, Coco, these are very culturally rich and accurate de- depictions of these cultures. And it's important for the Especially people to be able children. to look at these and be like, that's real. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, it's not a black girl turning into a frog. Or it's not, yeah. it's not yeah. lying. Yeah, and I think like it's every time they depict like that. any other cultures in the past, it's they're been always like, animals. Like or animals. it's never yeah. like mm-hmm. you never get to see yourself on screen. And then yeah. and you're starting to see that important. difference from Disney, yeah. and it, yeah. it means a lot. And it means a lot yeah. 
beyond like the Hispanic, the people of the Hispanic culture or the people of yeah. the black culture. It's because it means a lot to everyone because people are going to be able to see this representation. It's perception. Yeah. Like yeah. That's you look people. at like Star Wars too, how they added the Asian girl and it's like, they know mm-hmm. that people need to be able people to see, see themselves in these, fa- especially fantasy worlds. Like why, why are you leaving people out? Yeah. That's like, what always threw me when it comes to like fantasy movies, when people take issue with, uh, with Thor and they were upset about Idris Elba being him doll. And they were just like, it, it's you can't that doesn't work and I'm like it's fake I'm it's like it's fake. they're like but like it's you're almost like what Norse you're saying mythology. it's nothing's really like, real yeah. but it's perception it's, yeah. it's, it's mythology which means he could be anything yeah. it's like if you know. if everything the outcome is the same and you could tell the story what does it matter what the skin color is it doesn't yeah. really unless it's something like unless historical specific, and that, yeah. like I don't want to see you know uh, I don't Tom want Leonardo Han- DiCaprio Tom, to play Marvel I don't want to see Tom, yeah, it's weird. Tom Cruise yeah. to be Malcolm X <laughs> yeah. like that's weird yeah um but an important well, that's movie integral for me. to the plot yeah, and yeah. the story because you're like, t- historic as long as, long as, as your, your character's culture or um, yeah your character's culture isn't integral to the story then I feel like it shouldn't matter Should or uh, integral to if it's the source material like if you're going based off of a book I feel like you should try and kind of try, honor yeah. the author's well then the comic books because they didn't comics? well comic books are different because like comic books all have different authors like a lot of times they they, they, have, they may have one creator but you have to but go like, off the popular one so that's why some people do get like all flustered I mean, about people, it because they're like comic book nerds and they're like why are you changing the race of this guy it's <laughs> <laughs> like Whatever. That's like it's true, a- but they, I feel like you have cases where, um, like uh, Hunger Games, where they, if you read the book, yeah, she does. She's described very differently yes. than Jennifer Lawrence. Like I was thinking, she was like Native American or like mixed I race. Thought, or something. I thought she was black. I read it. Yeah, as I, black. I thought she was some they kind of person. Her like of that? Color. Yeah, they described her as like brown and dark hair. Yeah, and then the little girl, um, Rue, I but thought was but very. But it's not in a bad way. It's so that you know that. It's yeah, a different race, but right. when the movie came out, they were like, "She wasn't black in the book." Like, well, and they were fucking that Ma- Amandala, Amandala. Yeah, Amandala. People were very upset about Rue, and they were just like, "I could, I didn't feel as sad when." Spoiler alert: When she dies because she's black, and it's like if you read the book, though, she the little girl is described. She says dark, very like she, she says a dark skin, and the same thing with uh, like the main character. Like she's described. Like I said, I thought that she was. Something like Native American crazy. or like biracial yeah. or something like that. Like that, Went in and described her like that in writing. And I mean, then that's they cast and casting. Still get wow, it, it's that that t- was casting at the time. Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence was like the next big thing. So like, I knew they yeah. weren't going to cast some like unknown brown girl yeah. for Hunger Games. They just they're not going to do it. It's, it's too much of, of a risk. Yeah, but it's like with comic book characters. Like I get, I guess to a certain degree, I get. Like if it's Wolverine, like Wolverine's always been white. You cast a black guy, people are gonna be like, "What? That's kind of okay, weird." Yeah, I get, yeah, like, I get that. But they do it all the time with other people, like Storm. Storm, in my opinion, should have been Angela Bassett. Like that's when <gasps> I you read the comic book, or you look. Even if you just look, you don't even read the comic book. Look at a picture of Storm it, as she's depicted in the comics. She's very clearly. Like there's nothing yeah. there. There's dark. nothing Halle Berry esque about her. Like no. she's because that would have been so much African stronger. Princess. Like that's yeah, her because thing. that's the thing is Halle Berry is not a strong. She doesn't seem like a strong personality mm-hmm. to me. She's like she's like yeah, mom. Like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like soccer mom will take you to. The, I think her strongest personality role was losing that. Isaiah. To be honest, like I think that was her strongest. Like yeah. You know, kind of thing. But it's like I, I got why Halle because there's it, like, they needed there's the not a don't mess with me. There's not a no don't yeah, no. mess with me vibe she's to like Halle Berry. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. She's but so the sweet. thing about Storm is that like she's an African priestess. Like she she is 
like she flies and she makes yeah, announcements like she, and she has like a deep voice and me. she's like and she's one of the most powerful mutants out there like I, with, like I said with X-Men I got it because it was a cat you know, thing. Like they, I can geek out all day like, a, like you're about to make faces. me go down a rabbit hole we're not gonna do that right now <laughs> I'm about to be like well no, was, actually no, Rogue is more strong I think no I was just saying I got it why they did that for casting because they needed you know you have at the time, Hugh Jackman was not a very well-known actor. So you you needed someone in the same thing with James Marsden. Like, you knew who he was, but he wasn't, like, a draw. Halle Berry is a draw. At the time, Danielle, no one knows what you're draw. talking about right now, except for me. Saying, like, Priscilla's about to fall asleep. Well, no, like, they cast, <laughs> they will cast people based off of, will you put yeah. asses in seats? And yeah, at the time, sure. that's yeah. kind of what that was for X-Men. Like, people, you know, you knew Halle at Berry. At the time. You might not have known anybody else in that movie like you do now. But at the time, most people, they were like, eh, Halle Berry. That's why people kind of like let it slide, like whatever. You did let it slide until you saw how horrible she was. But like an important movie for me. <laughs> I think so horrible. My, my important woman. movie is going to be, um, I think, Call Me By Your Name. Um, only because it's, it's a great movie, but it's also um, almost how Moonlight is. It's the same thing. It's, um, it's a coming of age story, but it's also one of those things where um, it's... It's like a first love story. Like, it's not even like coming of age because I think that kid was pretty established at who he was going to be. But it's about these two guys meeting and um, this guy stays on like holiday in Italy with his family. And then he falls in love with this younger kid. Um, it sounds weird to say younger, but they're like supposed to be like four or five years apart. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's such a strong the way that it's told is in a strong way. And especially, have you seen the movie? Have you mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the ending and the way Timothy Chalamet is like is is his acting is really good yeah, to me. Yeah, it's very and good movie. Um, he's he's the highlight to the movie to me, just because you feel like the turmoil of like falling in love with someone and it doesn't work out. And um, it was just it was a good movie. I think it's it's important to watch that, especially if you're young now. And you're like you're going through those 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 mm-hmm. feelings of like a first love experiencing like mm-hmm. maybe gay love because you like you're not it's new to you. But um, that was that's probably mine. Like it's an important movie. It's probably not my most important. But if I could think of something kind of new that people would be interested in, it's definitely yeah, that movie. That's definitely a good one. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Good. That's a good question. You, I think. Me. You, you didn't pull yet, right? You were we last. Sure. Yeah, it was her and then me. Because we went this way. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't pull one in the second round. Okay. Uh, this is from Veronica Sanchez via email. Have you all experienced white entitlement at work? <laughs> I work at an airport, and I need to hear how you all deal or at least feel about it. I work at an airport. I can only imagine what that's like at an airport. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen... Uh, definitely, at, definitely at work, I've seen it. <laughs> like, well, I'll be at the bar and... Or I'll be at the register and I'm helping people and they'll just be like, you can tell like they just feel like some white people just feel like they don't need to stand in line. Wait. Are they? And it's, it's, I don't even like to say it's just white people, but that's something that I've seen. Like, you know, you see like a, a white girl that thinks that they can just walk up. What's the restroom code? And I'll look at them and I'll just be like, well, I'm going to, I'll help you after I'm done with them. <laughs> and even then there's still three more people behind this yeah. person. You're not in line. Like get in line. At Wait. least say excuse me. Like, ex- yeah, say excuse least, me. At least. Something. Or just, hey, can I use the restroom? Or like anything, but it's just like, what's the restroom code? Like just butting in. But um, yeah, I've experienced that work. I have. <laughs> I, I definitely have. And I am always very careful how I respond because if I am at all like 
at all like emotional. I don't want to get labeled like angry. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's kind of a matter of you you almost have to be like absolutely emotionless when you're dealing with it because even if you're like sad, it's like I had a girl like start crying at work. Like she said something that I felt like was very inappropriate. And I was just like, you know, you shouldn't say that. That, that could hurt people's feelings. Don't say that. And she started crying and she was just like, well, I'm not racist. And I just feel very attacked. And like the whole conversation, I literally like, I raised my voice. I didn't get angry at her. I was just like, Hey, <laughs> don't say that anymore, bro. Like not cool. And it's like, hard. she like burst out crying. And of course, like I look like the bad guy. Cause right. here, here's this, cute little white girl bawling and I was just like I, I don't know how to like why deal you with so it? Mean, Danielle? Why like you low key so right and I was just like ah so I think it's a matter of it happens like every day just at work every day it's just you kind of have to like learn to deal with it because it's either you're going to deal with it or you're going to have to teach them so you got to figure out do you want, do I want this to be a teaching moment yeah or do I want it to be just like a right. I'm not going to it's hard it because it's like sometimes it just happens it's not maybe necessarily at work but it's just out and about and it's like you can't teach a stranger especially if they're on the go you know yeah like um, you like you open a door and they just walk out yeah, and don't say thank you exactly like, or like just, I'm not the door man <laughs> yeah that's how you teach them you're welcome. <laughs> or you do what my mom does close the door like she'll, yeah she'll, oh no 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 now i do not push you know i don't hold the door open after myself i don't push it open for people because people are ugly to me so you're just i'm like, no nope. i'm not gonna be you know nice yeah and that's the thing i'm struggling with because it's like do i do i have to be a savage just like everyone else in order to in order to just survive this city, you know, like I just <laughs> don't do. understand. You do. And, but you know what I've been experiencing, I experience it almost every day. It's like people w- walk, the, they take the whole sidewalk. Don't move. Don't move. I didn't experience I'm not, it. I'm not don't moving move. anymore. Yeah, don't move. But lately I haven't been moving. They pushed me into the, the bushes. You'll get hit a lot if you, if you don't move. Yeah, you I, don't, know? I refuse. I make, eye, I make steady eye contact like you. Know, I'm on the right side of the side. Especially when it's yeah, like no, a I'm, girls. I'm just mm-hmm. like. No, I'm doing that now too, but it's just so crazy how these people mm-hmm. like just think they can take the whole sidewalk not or today. I'm not walking in the street. Speed through, you know, if it's an alley, they're trying to come out, you know, like as if they have the right of way to come out of the alley versus me crossing it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's just so it blew my mind the other day. This Hispanic man had a bike, he was delivering something and he like sped out of the alley and he saw me, he stopped really fast. He goes, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." Like he was so apologetic to me. And I was like, oh my God, I have not experienced this here in such a long time. Because mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck Apologizing if you're trying to cross the street. To, yeah. yeah. You have to like leave LA for a little bit. Like go somewhere <laughs> else. Go to Chicago, honestly. Yeah. Like people are so nice there. Yeah. It's just, they're different well, humans. It, it, it's hard because I work in Beverly Hills. So it's a whole nother level of yeah. human because they're entitled. That's Entitlement City. Entitlement yeah. City because mm-hmm. beyond the race, they have money. And even um, if they don't, they act, they want to yeah. play mm-hmm. the part of entitlement. Yeah. Like, which is, which is most Hills. of Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, act, it's yeah. the role of entitlement. It's not even with glasses re- on and yeah. a hat. Like, who are you? And Nobody this is my unique are. name that I just made up. And <laughs> you have to spell it right. It's with a Y and then But it's e like, yeah, we should like, all be, they, you know, like. Shade, wait, yeah. Is that shade towards me? Huh? Oh yeah, you do have a Y I and like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. No, but you've never corrected Oh, no, I gave up. I write Daniel all the time. People. I'm usually like I write Daniel. See, he, he's so horrible. He's so horrible. Mm. Mm, I'm going to answer that one down and be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, wait a minute. 
I'm gonna be like Bailey. I want you to call me Daniel now. It's my new name. Daniel. <laughs> I will. I, I we that. are in the city of entitlement, though. Yes. Yeah, that's what my mom calls it. We got it. We got it. Like, Your mom? Okay. Yeah, my mom. Like she, she, <laughs> she, she comes, comes to visit. visit. She hates driving here because it's just like she's a New Yorker and she's just like y'all can't drive because it's just mm-hmm. a matter of it's no signaling. It's just I'm gonna go where I want to go when I want to go. <laughs> yeah. And you gonna deal with it? And like she, she hates it. Like I remember the first time she visited, we were at like a coffee shop or something, and she was like holding the door for me um and I walked through and this lady walked through after and she was she kind of looked at my mom like hmm and my mom was like excuse me bitch and I was like wait wait a minute that was like <laughs> Vivian whoa but like she kind of gave my mom a look like you better hold the door and my mom oh, looked hell, at her no. like no ma'am not today oh. she looked at her she was like you're welcome bitch and I was like I oh can't. I was like wow can't. mom like let's you're at a 10. I need you at like a three. Yeah. Like, it's hard though because it it's great. like. Her face was amazing. She, she like, she, because everyone on, like, it was like a patio. So, like, everyone on the patio kind of looked at her and was just like, mm-hmm. and she just turned bright red. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I'll Got him. Pick that card. It's a good question. Danielle <laughs> Jacobs versus, uh, via uh, Instagram. Uh, do you feel that some couples misjudge their relationships by thinking everything is okay? Because they do fun things and avoid real situations. <laughs> yes. This is a yeah. good question. Yes, I definitely do. Like a hundred percent. Especially Instagram couples. Because that's, that's what I was about to say. It's like yeah. fake. Yeah. It's like especially at this age. Okay. Fake. Do any of you uh, watch YouTube? Like are updated on any of the people? Okay. Well. Anyway, I'm just <laughs> gonna give you an example. There's this um, this girl on YouTube. She's like the queen of YouTube. Um, big blonde hair bombshell whatever uh trisha paytas and she is she's psycho like she's just kind of crazy this is well known um and she's now with this other influencer whatever but he's like 50 so can you count him as an influencer (laughs) influencer? (laughs) right like yes honey but like we shouldn't he's he's, he was on he was like popular on vine and now he has like a youtube thing whatever oh yeah he is 50 you know i'm just kidding (laughs) he he has like somewhat of a following and yeah. they got together because people were saying that they should be together. And then you see these vlogs with them, like, as a couple, and it's bizarre. They are clearly not connected. Not. They're clearly, they shouldn't be in a relationship. But they're together because they're both fucked up. Like, they just love this. They want, this. The, they they want, want the views. They, they want, want the, the views. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest shit they power I've couple. ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's like, we don't so even know who they yeah, are. Yeah, I'm like, oh. It's completely superficial. Like, Completely, it's they're a, doing everything in front of a camera. It's super frustrating when that because I, I have I have a friend that broke up with like his boyfriend because his boyfriend cheated on him. Now he's in a new relationship. Like two months after this breakup, he was with his ex for like four or five years, but now he's with this new guy, and it's all every picture is like we're cute and like this is a picture and we're mm-hmm. kissing, and you're just like you're, you're just like, trying to make not. your ex jealous. Yeah. I think like I don't even oh, think it's Lord. real. Like you're just yeah. it's so sad. I think some people. I think you need to have. Um, relationships that are just fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that... 
or just real. It has to be. Mm-hmm. And like a concert, just experience yeah. your 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 relationship. Yeah. Don't have you don't have to show the world that you're happy. Mm-hmm. Most of the, like, are mad or yeah. sad. I feel like most of the relationships that I know of that are like successful, like healthy relationships, mm-hmm. the ones that are not on social media, like no one knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean? it's not like yeah, I know you're dating somebody, but he or she is not all over your Instagram. Like I just yeah. don't know, and I feel like it's because they they don't have to put it out. Look how happy, look how yeah. perfect we are, because they are happy. You know what I mean? It's not a matter of faking let's, it. Let's take 90 pictures for this perfect Instagram moment to show how amazing we are. And look, color coordinated shirts. Yeah. They don't have to do that. You know, when you have to do that, you're compensating. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like you're those memes. Uh, there's a meme. I don't know exactly what it says, but it says something like, oh, uh, you pose, you make us watch every kiss you know of you and your new boyfriend oh but then all of a sudden you're posting pictures alone what happened how did y'all break up you made us invested in this relationship (laughs) we want to know we want details (laughs) explain Yeah. We want you to live yeah, during the breakup. Like, look, there's some people <laughs> that from back it's home that are really like that, see. and I and all of a sudden they're single, and I want to know, like, yeah. what about what happened? Yeah. Yeah, you, you were so, so happy. You were so steady on posting yeah. every ten for, minutes. For posted, go. You were together. What happened? And it was your soulmate. Yeah. Right. Now it's just like right? now you're, just, and, and and you're like hashtag single. And that's the thing too. I feel like the people who are posting like. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, you're dating someone. You want to post a picture because you guys went to a yeah. fun event. Yes, that's cool. But those people who are oversaturating Honestly, it, yeah, um, they're so dramatic about it. They're mm-hmm. like yeah. soulmate, and mm-hmm. I don't know what I would ever do with that. It's like it's just a different kind of person. Yeah. Like I don't and relate it's to that. Like, yeah, I like. I don't, I don't want. I don't, I don't see why I just, everyone. When I everyone see know like, their business, yeah. like keep some some things are for you and like just you, <laughs> yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. But you pull that last card. Pulling the last card. Then we're done. Mary, fuck, kill. Oh. <laughs> J. Cole, Drake, or Nas. We're and we gotta actually about. we gotta call someone and ask them. Who do we call? Who do you have someone to call? call? We could try my friend John. He's on vacation. Does he know them? <laughs> <laughs> there was so much shade like, Does he right? know them though? Mm-hmm. That's the thing You gotta let's get someone see, that Yeah uh, Let's see If I were to pick someone I'm trying to see Who I can pick I'm trying to think I'm like Ooh, That's a hard one You know what Let me see Let me see if I call my sister Ooh okay hmm. I feel like Drake Is just like a solid Pretty solid human so like, I feel like he'd be like, <laughs> especially he'd be now like that he's like all thick. He'd be reliable. He is thick. He, oh yeah, he's got that. Uh, yeah, that he is. And like, he, he's hey. he's handsome and like he seems like he cares Sweet about people. Jewish boy. He's handsome. Boy. He looks like a fuck boy to me. Oh, the I light mean, brights always are. <laughs> Bailey kicked me the test. What? <laughs> you and your light brights. I always oh. tease. But if you're married to him, I mean, he, I mean, he can be a fuck boy if you're married. But like. Legally, be. <laughs> you're like legally. I'm entitled to half that money, so you go ahead and be a fuck boy if you right, want to. Yeah. I'm gonna get you. All right, I think I have someone. I'm gonna try and call my niece, which is weird <laughs> that I always go to my niece for these Mary fuck kills. Cause I try to get <laughs> you can if she picks up. I'll let Priscilla since she has the card. Hey, Lene. What up? Hey, Lene, we're calling you from the Way In Podcast. <laughs> Hi. Hi. We have a really good question for you today. Do you All have right. a few minutes? 
Yeah. Okay. So, of course, we pulled a Mary fuck kill question. <laughs> we have J. Cole, Drake, and Nas. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a hard one. So who- okay. And it's... What are the options? Marry, fuck, or kill. J. J. Cole, Drake, Nas. Okay. I think I'd have to marry Nas. All right. Okay. Um. Oh, no. (laughs) She's like, wait. I like how this is a struggle for her. (laughs) Jeez. Um. Man. (laughs) You went, you went in a different direction than I thought. Well, because, you know, Nas, you know, he's like older and, you yeah. know. And he's established. He's, he's hip hop royalty. Right. He's more marryable-ish. <laughs> um, yes, ma'am. And I mean, Drake's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. So. All right. I, I, I think I think fucking Drake might be best. <laughs> <laughs> you going to kill J. Cole? Oh, I can't though. Yeah. Change it to kiss. Hey, just just do like just do like a fake death. Put a silencer and just pretend you did it and come back. Like, yes, meet me on yes. the island somewhere. I think I think he'd forgive me. Yeah. So. Aww. Aww. Yeah. I, I think I'll go with that option. I mean, he just dropped a great album, but he he might have to go. Oh, okay. Oh, Good. All right, All right I love you. Thank you, girl. You. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Very interesting yeah, because interesting. I would have married J. Cole because I need him around forever. Fuck Nas and I don't Drake. Bye. Yeah. I don't need Drake. I think I would fuck Drake. Marry J. Cole. <sighs> That's hard. That's hard. This That's is hard. a hard one. This is a hard one. It is a hard one because fuck. Because Nas. Cause fuck. Why can it be like, <laughs> why can the third option be like. Because <laughs> that would have been easy for us. That's why we needed to make like, this hard. So you know what's you know what's interesting about like I don't think I've ever thought of like I think they're all sexy, but I don't think about any of them sexually, which is weird because I don't think about J Cole like I want to have sex with him or not sex with him. Not so, like when, yeah, but they're sexy, but I don't think about like me in bed with them. Like it's weird. You so don't like, know them. Yeah, but no, because there's J. some Cole? people where I, I can really? I can make a fantasy. Like oh, I could I, I could I could fuck. Rihanna, like, like <laughs> everybody, everybody, like, see, could. Like, everybody, everybody. Yeah, I like, yeah. but if you can't. I'm like, I could definitely heart. see I'm myself like, fucking J Cole for like, real. Like yeah. he's at least six four. He has those braids going on. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. thing. Yeah, I could. Yes, Drake. I know. <laughs> he just like, seems like someone that the douchey guy. That Drake I low key. I feel like I feel like Drake still has some fuckboy tendencies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> It's like ah, that. Yeah, that's a hard one. It is. I would marry Jake Cole definitely. I feel like Nas would be great in bed. Actually, I just some something about them eyes. I low key feel like he would like. Kalise left. (laughs) She's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm saying like was not good enough from him. Not good. That don't mean that wasn't good. It just might mean she's crazy. There's levels to your crazy. You never know. There's levels. Yeah, I might want to have sex with Kalise. I say you might want to. She might ruin your life. You gotta be careful with you. (laughs) You gotta be. Some people like you meet and you know you just like you're a life ruiner. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, but you're gonna ruin my life. And I, you know, I, I low key feel like that's not because he's quiet. Like you know yeah. what I mean? He's, he's not braggadocious. He's very like. I, don't know, I, don't I love know. how he he's had Kalisa's like, wedding we'll dress yeah. on the cover of his album. Was, I know. <laughs> you know what? He might be a good lover. I'm just saying because it, it's all it's the ones who like are not 
braggy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the ones who are braggy tend to always just seems like confident. he might be maybe a yeah, like it's, it's like a nice quiet confidence. You're just like I don't have to talk about it, but you're gonna see. Like Kendrick, Kendrick's like a quiet confidence. Kendrick could ruin your life. Kendrick, he, he said so in uh, what was it, Black of the Berry? <laughs> he, he said he was like my dick is big. He will, he let you know he was like, hey, I'm gonna ruin oh your life. God. It's gonna be a great ruin. And we're going to have some great conversations after you, it's Audrey? over. <laughs> How do you feel okay, about Okay, well, now I feel like I'm going to get chastised because I don't no. know, no, know no, a lot fine. about... It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Based off of what you know. Just go based off of like what, yeah, what we you know. You're gonna, we know you're going to marry Drake. No, I'm not going to marry Drake. No? You're going to kill Jay him? Cole, yeah, no. She said she was going to fuck him. Are you going to fuck Drake? Yeah. All right, we're on the same page. Because I love how earnest she was. She's like, yeah. She's like, yes. But J. Cole, he seems like he has a good heart. Yeah. yeah, so I think yeah. he's more he really sensitive. Does. Mm-hmm. That's why so. I said it. He's someone I want around forever. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really know a lot about Nas. So bye. You're gonna cut him off. Yes, it's all good. Cool. But, but now I'm gonna do some research. research. <laughs> he's good. He's great. Research. I'm not. I was never a huge Nas fan. Like my sister is like really in Nas. I was just never a huge Nas fan. It's just one of those artists that I just didn't get into. Like, um, like um, Notorious B.I.G. I just never got into him. Yeah, either. I think also though, yeah. like you were a lot younger. Yeah, yeah. So for you to truly understand what he was spitting, yeah. Wasn't there yet You know It's weird It's weird though Because there's certain people I know that's from his era That I did connect to But it's weird that It's just I guess not And it's also too I think sometimes Sibling rivalry has that thing Where it's not necessarily We were like rivals But it was just like If my sister's into it I don't want to be into it I want my own things And so like Since she was really into it Because I've learned to really appreciate Mary J. Blige, and my sister was all about her. Mm-hmm. And so now I it do appreciate her, but it, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I had to like wait and make it my own before. Yeah. I didn't it's, want it to be like I'm copying her. Some music, I feel like you also you just don't understand yeah. when you're younger, and then there's some there's some songs that like kind of when you get older they kind of hit you. Yeah. Like there's a song um, I'm completely blanking on it now, but it's by the Righteous Brothers. It, it's in. Um, like Ghost is that song that's playing when she's like doing oh, the party yeah, yeah. And, and like when I was a kid I was like oh that's like a pretty song and then once I was an adult I listened to like the words mm-hmm. and I, that's moments. when I really realized like this is like a really powerful love song yeah. and I was like oh but like as a kid I was just like it's oh, a song you know like, I didn't connect to it yeah. until I was like way older so it could be like that kind of thing like sometimes you find music you hear it when you're 20 and it does nothing for you and then you hear it at like 30 and you're just like oh my oh. god like you're like your mind is blown that's how I am so. about Mary J. Blige <laughs> yeah. you're just like no, I, had to, I had to deal with all the men drama as yeah, an adult no, before I can understand she's her she's gone through it every go album go through some things and then you're just like I get it Mary no, I get it girl no I'm not gonna cry I'm in the shower like no tears <laughs> alright guys thank you so much for coming Audrey really good Danielle. show guys thank you I had a lot of fun um, and we're done. And this, this is, is The, the Way, way In. in.